With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And now, folks, you are about to witness the most amazing, the most astounding living monstrosity of all time. Yeah, that's right. Bow, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> Bows down to your master. BMMS, and then what you want to say to 82945. Listen online, the website that rocks, KMOD.com. Past shows are available on iTunes. Search under BMMS. Listen with your cell phone. Get the iHeartRadio app. Available from the app store of your cell phone provider. More on that at iHeartRadio.com. And we are on Facebook. Facebook.com slash BMMS69. That's where you can hang out with us each and every day. Good morning, Lindsay. Good morning, Gimby. (laughs) 
This is going to be a very okay. oh. one-sided show. I didn't do anything. Did you touch I anything? I didn't do anything. Can he? Oh, here I am. I didn't touch anything. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, that was weird. <laughs> it's the ghosts of KMOD. Good morning. Uh, Take two. Bye. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> That's a rhetorical question. I. <laughs> I'm having an internal debate about my expectations of life (laughs) (laughs) on things I expect to happen. (laughs) A behind-the-scenes thing that happened, right as I started talking, my headphones weren't working. Okay. And so I was like, I plugged them in, and I checked them. (laughs) And so I reached down, and I jiggled it, and nothing happened. And I was like, what is happening? And then... I stood up and they miraculously came on. <laughs> Same with mine. And then uh, I started doing my thing, went to Lindsay, nada. And I literally touched nothing. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> and a little bit be- uh, more behind the scenes, our company has kind of gone to like a remote support system for fixing things. Ugh. And so you call them and you're like, hey, like my headphones weren't working. Okay. Can you, like you turn in a ticket, like, like you go online, like, hey, my, where's it at? The, 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 I'm boring you with some details, but there's a point here. And you do the thing and then they're like, okay, can we call you? They'll like get, cause you know, the tickets come in order. This is Tulsa. I'm sure New York and Chicago get far more attention than we do. Of course. If that's even how they handle their problems. But that's another conversation. And then they call you at like one. They're like, great. Can we work on that now? Sure. Go ahead. (laughs) I'm not going to be a hippie. uh, Go ahead and plug your headphones in. And I, it's all I can do to not go. Are you an idiot? Because I'm not there. What do you mean you're not there? I'm on the morning show. <laughs> not, that, not that this poor person is even expected to know that. But they should. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm doing right now. I don't even know what I'm doing. You're just Benji. trying to get it out, man. That's no, all that there no, is to it. No, okay. no, no. There's like so many behind the scenes things happening that are incredibly frustrating. Mm-hmm. That it's like earlier I was, had a computer I was supposed to install. You personally? Yeah. Who's supposed to do it? <laughs> uh, the people that get paid to do this sort of thing. Who are those people? <laughs> We've got one guy. Nope. <laughs> oh, that's not his game? Nope. Oh, well, well. <laughs> well, you know, we'll send somebody down between the hours of four and six on a Wednesday. <laughs> and my thought was like, oh, I'll just plug it in because it has to update or whatever. Mm. And the things don't even match up. Like, here's my IT experience. Un- unplug, plug in, period. Right, Wait, right. That's seconds. it. <laughs> and, Reset. And that's it. When they don't, the plugs don't match, it's all I can do, boss. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want everybody to hear this. Because I'm getting hot. Yeah, <laughs> I was wondering. I can tell. <laughs> getting f- Flashes. <laughs> oh no! He's going through the change. Watch out, ladies and gentlemen. I just have an expectation for things to work, and I, maybe that's silly of me. <laughs> well, I, you know, it's how we roll nowadays. We'll yeah. get to we'll get to you when we can get to you. Okay. Good. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a few weeks, I'm having my fifteenth 
16th, yes, yeah, 16th anniversary with this company. That's pretty big. And deal, it's man. still. <laughs> Why do you say it like is that? It? I think that 15, 16 years, whatever, at the same company is a pretty big deal. It is, especially in especially radio. Especially in radio. Faux show. Faux show. But I mean, what do I know? I've only been here for a little while. If you stay in an abusive relationship for 16 <laughs> years, is there any, do you go, ah. I'm not saying the company's abusive. <laughs> Mentally. I'm just saying, here we are, and it's, I feel like I'm still piecing things together for the show. Mm. I'm, just, I'm just, I'm just on my morning show, morning guy shtick. It's Okay. You're a good person. No. People like you. Nah, First of all, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care if people don't like me. That has zero to do with me. No. Good luck. You work that out with your therapist mm. if you don't like me. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, maybe be there for a while. Nonetheless, it's working now, so it's all good. Yeah, man. See? I, I'm, I wish I could, like, be a part of, like, other morning shows, especially ones the company puts on these pedestals. Mm-hmm. And see what happens when things don't work there. Yes. Oh, I bet you S gets done quick. Maybe. I don't know. You'd like to think that. You'd like to think that we are all equal. E- yeah. <laughs> nope. Like Bobby Bones, Elvis Duran. I am us. not. Listen, I am not same delusional. Plan. I have no. <laughs> I have no beliefs that I'm on the same level as those shows. Mm-hmm. None. I'm. I'm quite clear on that. I'm, I don't go around, well, I'm like Bobby. No. Man's not done American Idol. He's got a show in Nat Geo. He's got people. Like, it's not even the same oh, arena. You are in the same arena, Mr. Actor. Yeah. It's not Mr. <laughs> IMD. It's, it's not even in the same arena. <laughs> but I'm not asking for like 20 people on the show. True that. Just equipment that works properly. <laughs> All right. I'm asking is I turn on and say, hello, Lindsay, and it works. <laughs> Or my headphone. Listen, we've got tickets to something pretty cool, but I can't tell you about. So we'll give those away. I won't be able to tell you at 730. And then at 9, I'll tell you all about it. It's pretty cool. And I'll actually give away another pair at 9. We've got best and worst of the weekend. We'll see what happens. Some people worked yesterday. A lot of people didn't. We'll do listener emails. We'll do to tell the truth as well. And uh, I was just. Talking with Lindsay off air, the governor's got some big thing he's going to announce today at one o'clock to try and get schools to open back up because so many uh, teachers are sick that they're having a hard time filling positions. No, we should clear that up. Not just teachers, mm-hmm. people to serve food, right? All right? staff, yes. Uh, bus drivers, mm-hmm. like there is a staff shortage issue, mm-hmm. and so he's got some big solution to fill it. Why well, can't wait? Short of removing the requirements to find substitutes, mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. Because if you start paying them more, mm-hmm. teachers are going to be like, well, why would I teach? I'll just sub. Right. You know, half the trouble for more pay. Yeah. Shoot. Sounds like a good idea to me. I, I, He's got to go in and put a movie on. Listen, I know this is going to sound crazy. Hear me out. Mm. Inmates. What? Excuse me? You want Spider teaching your kids? Guess who's not going to misbehave in class? <laughs> your kids. <laughs> <laughs> 
Guess who's not going to be bowing up to a teacher? <laughs> right. He, he's got that, you know, like three teardrop tattoos coming off of his cheek. <laughs> Guess who will say sit down once? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Guess whose homework will be done? I mean, yeah, but Listen, a lot there's of some kids holes respect, in it, Lindsay. Yes, a lot of kids there's some holes in their it. teachers. Right, you got to do some. You got to do some venting, <laughs> right? You gotta... A lot of students don't d- respect their teachers. <laughs> a lot of t- students don't respect their teachers. So when right? we're, we're looking sure? at inmates, when we're looking at inmates, uh-huh. obviously the chomos are out. You're not going to be teaching or substitute teaching any class, right? I mean, I feel like you could do seniors. <laughs> I mean, because they are of age, you know. Okay. Well, no, I'm just they're pedophiles. <laughs> they only care about little kids. Okay, fair enough. Okay, so so Chomo's high school. By the way, my mic is yeah. What is right. going on? My mic is off right now. Yeah, my mic is off. Oh, now it's really off. <laughs> I don't know what is happening. <laughs> my mic was off just then. Yeah, yeah. I saw it. So now I don't know if when we're off and I'm dropping f bombs like crazy. <laughs> Oh boy. It's gonna be a fun Tuesday. You don't drop F bombs. <laughs> don't breathe. No Easy ass. for you to say. I listen, there's some holes in the inmate thing. I hear you. Absolutely. However. However, they're available. Yeah, they're, and, a, and a lot of them are highly educated now. Right, because they got nothing better to do That's but true. to work out and read books. I get it. I get where you're at. Um and, and I don't necessarily disagree with you. Okay. <laughs> I just you have to. He's an agreeable man. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, I I feel there has to be some kind of process, vetting process that goes through this. I mean, we already you know started with the chomos, and you you say that they could teach high school, junior seniors. I'm okay. saying possibly. possibly. It's not like I'm saying get them in pre-K. Are they going to be teaching sex ed? No. <laughs> Come on. A sub comes in and does what? Today's movie is right. <laughs> So you have what other are these all like all inmates or is it nonviolent no, inmates? I mean, like, obviously you gotta pick nonviolent inmates. Yeah. Okay. Obviously. Okay. So right? if, if you got in trouble last year for shanking Guido in the uh, mess hall, yeah, you're out. then yeah, you're, you're not, not messing no. with it. Okay. Yeah, you're out. But if it, you're in for money laundering. Yeah, you're teaching economics. <laughs> <laughs> or math. I like that. I'm just, sa- I like I'm just that. saying. Okay. Uh-huh. If you're in for cooking meth, does that set you up for a home, home ec class? Yes, home absolutely. Okay. okay. Or absolutely. chemistry. Or chemistry. Dude, yeah. you know how fast that class is going to be? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> First couple of days are a little rough, but boof, by the I'm end of the week. I'm just saying that he'll be available every day. Uh-huh. Okay, I, I I could see where you're at here. I can I, see it working. I, I'm obviously joking. Calm down, right. but I just don't know what the governor's going to announce today to make this solution better. Would it count as a community service and lighten your sentence? Ooh, that's a good question. I mean, you're a nonviolent offender, so you're probably already doing things to reduce your sentence, uh-huh. right? Well, this would help. Sure, why not? Teach six months, substitute six months out of the year, get six months off your sentence. What's another, besides reducing or removing requirements to be a substitute in the state, which, by the way, ain't a lot, mm-hmm. what else are they going to pick? Start shuffling people around, man. Less kids to to teacher ratio? Right, exactly. In, That's in, what in I'm an emergency. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. You ever, been, you ever been in a room, especially as the kids got older, of... One person, one adult watching, supervising, yes. like an open study or something like that. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah. Right. The, the inmates kind of take control of that situation. Yeah. Now there's no education happening mm-hmm. at that level. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just babysitting. It is. 
And then what are we doing? Then what are we doing? Well, do you have a better solution? Yeah, inmates. I'm just saying it's better than making the education process less. You know, inmates can be used for so much because that's not the first time I've heard inmates, you know, could be used for something. Send them to war. Instead of sending, you know, our troops and whatnot, send the inmates off to war. Yeah, and there's a problem. You- yeah, except they'll run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's, criminals, let's give them guns. <laughs> there's a couple holes in that well, one. Uh, you give them guns and you send them to another country. You don't. Okay. You don't keep Thanks them. for the trip. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I don't. Mm. I'm not a fan of of that. Okay. I think certain in, there is no rehabilitation happening mm. with prisoners, right? Why and why not utilize them in certain scenarios? I'm not saying teacher. I'm not saying teachers. Maybe teachers. Maybe certain prisoners can be. Te- I don't know. But why not utilize some things like deal with? You work with what you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes sense. And we've got a, a plethora and an abundance of them. Mm-hmm. This yeah. text says here in Independence, Kansas, uh, the schools have put out an announcement saying that they're taking substitutes, and the only requirement is you must be 18 with a high school or GED, high school diploma or GED. So they're looking for babysitters. Essentially. Essentially. Surely they're going to still do a background check. You, it's, not what, it's not what he I, said. I know. You I got know. an 18-year-old who just graduated last year. <laughs> now in charge of yeah. their friends. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. <sighs> <laughs> that sounds like a recipe for disaster. Yeah. I, this, uh, I'm just glad I don't have to make that decision. I'm glad my biggest problem is the microphone stays on when I turn it off <laughs> or not. Mm-hmm. Right. Right? You're not the governor. You ain't got to worry about all that. I'm just curious to what triggered the idea of him feeling like he had to make a decision. Were the Was the schools like, help us, governor, help us? <laughs> probably. Probably got, you know, a couple of dozen letters to the governor, and he's like, oh, I guess I got to do something Maybe from parents. Yeah, yeah, I would think from parents saying mm-hmm. that kids need to go, and I don't have anywhere to take my kid during the day. Yeah. Or, you know. And I, I'm sure parents aren't going to love this, but... Shut up. Uh-huh. You you now want to be involved in your kid's education process? Right, right. Never once before did you have any cares about it at all. Yeah. Just go to school. Mrs. Smith will teach you everything you need to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now you're all, and listen, I can't imagine whatever, the struggle. I get it. Mm-hmm. I know I have a lot of friends that aren't working. They got to take vacation days and be at home because mm-hmm. their kids are, I, I get it. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Again, I'm glad I'm not making that call. Mm-hmm. That's a real problem. <laughs> my my is not a real problem. It's a big problem in my little arena. Right. But you're not having to figure out the no. entire education no, system. for the state. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> By the way, again, I'm back to, did anybody ask him? Right. If, anybody, if, if there was a big uproar to ask him, mm-hmm. then okay. But he just out of nowhere, out of the blues, like, you know what? We got to get something done about this education system. Maybe. I don't know. They haven't figured out the weed situation in the state, and it's been active for a few years. Yeah, right. So I don't want to, the sense of urgency feels not right. And maybe it's just a uh, a way to appease the masses. You know, maybe he did get a couple of complaints, you know, from a some couple. parents or whatever. And he's like, I got to do something. I guess I'll do something now. How hard do you think it is to get a complaint to the governor? Next to impossible. Yeah. Not uh, if you have the money. Greasy palms. 
Yeah. Not if you have the money. That's something I'll never have to worry about. <laughs> Even if you did, I don't see you giving money to a politician. Oh, hell no. Even Hell if they no. were going to legalize recreational weed. Hell, you On didn't even. On a federal even, level, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Almost choked. You didn't even vote for rec, uh, medical weed. Nope. You didn't even participate. Nope. I'll let somebody else handle that one for me. <laughs> and you know what? It worked. <laughs> uh, all right. So we got tickets to, and we've got best and worst of the weekend. We've got our listener emails, and we've got to tell the truth. We'll take a break, and we'll be back. You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. This is Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOT. Good morning. There we go. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. Uh, let's go ahead and do news quickies. It's time for news quickies, world news, local news, and news that just makes you say, what the f***? Now here's Corbin, Gimpy, and Lindsay with what's going on. News quickies from the Big Mad Morning Show in 97.5 KMOD. Milwaukee Burger King worker shot dead during drive through robbery she staged. A six, a sixteen-year-old. I know, working the drive-through of a Milwaukee Burger King on January second, she was shot and killed. Investigators originally believed a man waving a gun at her through the window and demanding money had shot her, but a camera inside the restaurant showed that Nisha Harris Brazel was shot by one of her coworkers as he was aiming for the robber. Investigators started to dig and found no. that the robber was actually the the worker's best friend's father. And that best friend reportedly admitted to authorities that she and the and the worker of, of the Burger King and her father had staged the robbery. That can get it this can get a little hairy. So the employee has a friend, and the employee conspired with the friend and the friend's father yep. to create a robbery. Yep. How much are you honestly getting out of a Burger King on a night shift? I, I, You're I not staging a robbery, thing. by the way. What do you mean by that? Staging implies it didn't happen. Like, oh, look, it's a robbery. Oh, okay, yeah, they actually committed. No, they committed a robbery. Mm-hmm. 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 And I'm guessing you get 10 Dollars? Thousand. No. No, and I'll tell you why. At least, at least in my experience. Right. When I, I know was, what you're going to say, yeah. When I was running the restaurant, um... We would have the daytime drop, mm-hmm. which you could get, you know, a couple thousand dollars off of that one drop. Faux show. You take that to the bank in the middle of the day. And then you've got the nighttime drop, which we didn't do near as much at night as we did during the day. So maybe a couple hundred bucks. Is it really worth the the sentencing you're going yeah. to get for a couple of hundred? I, it depends on where it's at, right? Mm-hmm. Where in the city. Mm-hmm. Two, how long was her shift? Is she responsible for the drops? Mm, okay. She didn't just go, hey, they have a lot of money here. Right. She went, I control the drop, so if I'm not doing the drop, there'll be more money. Mm-hmm. That's true. guess that makes sense. Yeah, there's a lot that we don't know that's going on. Here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but you're right. Drops are like a part of, that's a, that reduced the number of fast food crimes that happened yeah, because people were doing drops. That's why they do that. Yeah. So you don't have as much on hand. The father is charged with felony murder. 
contributing to the delinquency of a child with death as a consequence. Right, because wow. their kid was, okay. Yep, mm-hmm. and possession of a firearm by a felon. Well, that doesn't surprise me. So. Yeah. Hmm. But the kids then, they won't really do any time probably, right? I mean, I don't 16 know. years old. We'd uh, have to dig into the story to see yeah. if the, the kid got any consp- you know, conspiracy mm-hmm. crimes. Right. Are they going to charge him as an adult? Because there is a certain age. I'm not sure if 16 is it, but you know, a lot of 17-year-olds. And depending on the, uh, uh, the crime committed, mm-hmm. they'll get charged as an adult. And, and it- not, not only that, but you've got the friend who probably felt pressure from the, the employee who died. Mm-hmm. And the father, I mean, you, that may be harder to prove. Yeah. It's not what happened. It's what they can prove. Right. right exactly. Sounds like a mess. Yeah. Mm. Man had cockroach trapped in his ear for three days. Ooh. This happens in New Zealand. A guy named Zane Wedding, that's his name. He went swimming at his local oh, pool. Zane. Oh, Zane Wedding. Yeah, man. <laughs> so he goes swimming at his local pool, man. And uh, he goes home and he's got some slight irritation in his ear. So he went to the doctor. You know, I got this blockage in my ear. What's going on? The doc's like, listen, you probably just got water in your ear. Use a hair dryer to dry it out and all will be well. So he does that. He does that, and then he still has this uh, blockage in his ears. Uses some ear or some eardrops doesn't work or anything at all. So he ends up going to this ear, nose, and throat doctor, who gets their little microscope, and they're looking down inside of his ear. And she says, "Holy crap! There's an insect in your ear." Apparently, when Zane. Uh, got done swimming. He fell asleep on the couch. This cockroach crawls oh! into his ear and decides to make his little home right there. Uh, he says that it took the doctor about five minutes to pull it out. And when he did, excuse me, when she did pull it out, he heard a pop and then instantly felt relief. Uh, she said, uh, he said that he's, he, he lives with this feeling of disgust. Because he's had cockroaches living in his ear for three days, and that uh, they're going to have an exterminator come out and take care of the place this weekend. Thank God. I, I got to see this cockroach, right? Yeah. Because cockroaches, they're kind of big. Even the small ones yeah. are kind of big. Yes, they can be. Yes, for sure. So, right. I'm not talking like a Madagascar. Right. I'm talking right. like a German one. Like, they're not very big. They're kind of a, a tan color. Yeah, yeah. They don't look like the traditional cockroach. Right, right. Like, how did that... Man... Just the word cockroach is gross to me. Sure. I just think it doesn't necessarily have to be cockroaches. It could be any insect that comes into your house in the wintertime because it's cold outside. And he nestles up, crawls in there, and burrows himself into your your little ear hairs and keeps warm for the winter. Well, it's like the idea, the the story of like, hey, you you swallow whatever spiders a year or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's not true, Mm -hmm. right? Spiders don't like the moisture. It just doesn't make sense for them to crawl into your mouth. Mm-hmm. So that I don't understand the bug thing because bugs don't like. Maybe they do like moisture. I I don't know about much about cockroaches to be honest, other than they suck. Mm-hmm. I don't think that a cockroach really cares where it lives, just as long as it's got a place to hang out. Yeah. Okay. Uh. There we go. Suspect accused of assaulting woman over the way she parked. <laughs> Utah man is accused of attacking a woman of, of how she parked her car. South Salt Lake police say Brandon Barber got angry when the victim parked behind her mother-in-law's car Friday night while dropping off her daughter at an apartment complex. 
Barber began hitting on the victim's window to get her to roll it down. Never works. No. And then allegedly slapped the woman. The suspect would then jump on the woman's car as she tried to get out of the parking lot. The victim's sister recorded video of the entire incident. Oh, good. You're a madman. Yes. I think when it comes to driving, everyone needs to take a break. Ain't that the truth? But see, the thing is, is you're not driving the way I drive, so therefore you're wrong. Yeah, I get it. Just <laughs> this time, let it go. Right. Because it's just, just this time, let it go. And you'd be like, well, that wasn't a big deal. Hmm. I'm going to go on a limb and say, every time you should just let it go. It's just driving. Yeah, I got to start somewhere as my thought. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. But to jump on the car. Listen, <laughs> the moment you jump on a hood of a car, short of your child being kidnapped. Mm-hmm. Right. You need to reevaluate some things in your life. Absolutely. Uh, unless it's your car that's being stolen. No, 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 no. Listen, I say that because I was playing disc golf. This was a couple years back in the late morning, early afternoons. And there's this guy screaming and hollering. I'm like, what the hell is mm-hmm. going on? Hey, they're stealing my car. They're stealing mm-hmm. my car. And he jumps up on the hood of the car and he's like holding on as they're trying to shake him going through sure. Hakey, Hakey Creek Park or whatnot. And eventually, eventually, the guy got thrown off, and they ended up taking his car, but the police wow. got called. Yeah, I don't know whatever happened. So then that. why jump on the hood of the car? I mean, I'm just saying if there's a chance that like, you could get it's him a, to stop. Listen, it's a car. It is. Mm. It's not. It's You're jeopardizing your life mm-hmm. for your 87, you know, Chrysler LeBaron? Well, yeah. Well, you might have you something valuable in your car that you just, just a car. instantly go, they can't steal my car. I think it's just... It's it natural. is a natural reaction. No, it's not. That's like implying the cavemen jumped on things to stop them from being taken. It's a car. It's not a real thing. Mm. It's a materialistic item. Again, short of it having your kid in the car, right? you, you have insurance. I guess. Right. You, and even if you don't, so what? Mm-hmm. It's a. It, your life is worth... I can't believe it. I agree. Your life is worth more than anything inside the car that is not of human. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But then your brain just react. You just react. Yeah, you it's don't a reaction. Because I mean, the guy might, may have thought my wallet's in there too. Like that's right. such a pain. But let me in ask you a arse. question: If you're parking and for some weird reason your car starts rolling down the hill backwards, yes. mm-hmm. do you jump on the hood? No, or you jump in the car. You try to anyway. I, yeah, I'm not. No, I'm gonna wait for it to stop. So then why jump on it if someone steals it, Lindsay? I mean, I wouldn't personally, but I can just see where someone's mind is. You were saying it was a natural thing to want to jump on it, but not when it's rolling downhill? It's it's a natural thing to want to stop it. Sure, I want it to stop, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I am not jumping on a moving vehicle. (laughs) Full stop. There it is. Like I'm taking that stand. (laughs) I'm not jumping on a... I have no training. Mm. I am not Liam Neeson. I can't do these things. I'm not a stuntman. Like, I have right. no training to jump on a vehicle and to hold on. I wouldn't, I'd be grabbing a windshield wiper, like, and be, <laughs> and uh, breaking it. Like, don't. So, not only now is my car stolen, but now I'm my collarbone and I'm in a, a full body. I can't uh-huh. wipe my own ass. Uh-huh. All because you no. wanted to save your liberty. And there's some, like, yeah, you pussy Corbin, jump on the hood of the car. I, okay, I like wiping my own backside. <laughs> Call me crazy. I don't know. Have you ever had anybody else do it for you? It's quite convenient. <laughs> not, not, not in about 46 years. Right. Uh, uh, we got to take a break. These stories are on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash BMMS69. Tulsa's Hit 
Tulsa's Morning Show oh, yeah. is coming right back. The Big Man Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock Station. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Did you watch the Dallas football game this weekend? We did highlights. We watched highlights of it. Gimpy? Nah, I missed out on that one. I heard oh my that God. They, uh, they dropped the ball as the bed. Call cowboy fan. Oh, cowboy fan. Poof. Mm-hmm. Cowboy fam. I was in a conversation with a friend this weekend. We were talking about which quarterback had the most pressure this weekend uh-huh. to make it work. And it was either between Sam Darnold or Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. One of them got it done. <laughs> it wasn't Dak. The other one didn't. And he had a, like a phenomenal comeback game mm-hmm. and, like near the end of that game. But that moment at the end mm-hmm. where Dak's running slides, which... John Madden has this thing where you need 16 seconds okay. to do another play. Anything le- anything more than that, you're wasting time. Right. Mm-hmm. And he slides, hands the ball to his center, which the ref has to touch the ball to, to reset the play. Mm-hmm. Has to touch it. Right, the ref has to touch yes. it. Yes. And so the ref, ha- ref has to get in there, move them around, move them because the ball wasn't placed where it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. He runs into that. Da- I mean, just the amount of time it wastes. You're just like, what is happening? Well, wasn't this it like is not a seconds? rookie quarterback. Mm-hmm. This is not a rookie quarterback. This is a well-seasoned quarterback. Epic fail. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Kind of makes me wish I would have watched it. Oh, dude. I, it- I've seen, you know, bits and pieces on social media, and I'm just like, Ugh. Dude, in the final, like, seconds, mm-hmm. San Francisco's running – they looks like they get a first down. They review it. They miss it by t- two inches. Mm-hmm. And then they turn the ball over to Dallas. They have a chance. They're making a move. It was impressive as hell. And then this giant blunder <laughs> that they practice every week. They practice it. <laughs> you like the They say they do. Yeah. <laughs> they practice every week. Mm-hmm. And just fumble it. Now their season's gone. Right. This was the year to do it. Why you say that? I mean, you're going to have coaches that are going to leave that are being sought after by other teams. You gotcha. got UFAs. Like, mm-hmm. dude, <laughs> poor Cowboy fan this morning has to be pissed. Humiliation. And I don't care what anybody says. Watching fans, even me, even my own teams, in disappointment, surrender Cobra. Oh, my God, is it entertaining as hell. Oh, embarrassingly bad. <laughs> See what Lindsay has for Balls to the Wall Sports. Well, along with that, the rest of that Cowboy story, while fans uh, pelted referees with debris after the game... Now know at least one Cowboys player was impacted by it. Cowboys defensive tackle uh, Neville Gallimore was forced to issue a plea to Dallas fans after things got out of hand. 
Um, he said in so many words, don't go after players' families. It was a tweet he did. Yes, he took his public service announcement to Twitter following the 23-17 to loss to the Niners. He says, I deserve all the hate and slander. Cowboys Nation, I let y'all down. Put it all on me. All I ask is you leave my family out of this. I played the game. They didn't. And he, I mean, he recorded three tackles in the game. Yeah, but he should have never. Nah, I mean, uh huh. Things got that's ugly. obvious. But the person that is attacking your family doesn't go. Oh, okay. No, oh, my bad. Right. Well, I'll just stop. No, you got him. It's unsure yes. whether the star's family was in attendance or if they got caught in some collateral damage when the fans began to erupt. They're saying, but that's that- not clear that it was. I'm under the impression that it was fans saying things online mm-hmm. to the family, mm-hmm. not stuff getting thrown at the family. Right. That's assault, right? It is assault. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They say the fans' outrage was mostly trained on the officiating crew after they called, what, 14 penalties? Dude, there was so many mistakes mm-hmm. by the 49ers and the Cowboys. So many. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That it's like, well, yeah, the refs, why not put them in the mistake room too? Right. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And after 12 long seasons and a ton of debate about his potential, Matt Stafford has finally tasted his first playoff win. It was never any contest between the Rams and Arizona as L.A. came out to prove something, pouring it on the Cardinals on the way to a 34-11 to playoff win. Now, these two teams had basically swapped places and destinies in the NFC West. While both lost in Week 18, it marked four losses in five games for Kyler Mar- uh, Murray heading into the wild card finale. It's safe to say neither he nor the team gathered any momentum and they walked away on the losing end. Murray had zero passing or running touchdowns as Von Miller and Aaron Donald each sacked the QB. But while Murray's Monday night was miserable, Matthew Stafford was busy getting the money off his back, the monkey off his back. All the talk heading into this one was could Stafford finally deliver now that he was on a winning team and the short answer is yes. He did deliver. The first half was literally all Stafford. He made perfect use of Odell Beckham Jr. in the slot, connecting with his newest target once in the end zone. But Stafford and the Rams have an embarrassment of riches, and the QB connected with All-Pro Cooper Cup for a score as well. The Rams have basically put on 28 unanswered points by the third quarter. Stafford ended with two passing and one rushing touchdown on the night. Next week, they take on Tom Brady. I mean, Kyler Murray had an absolutely atrocious game. Mm-hmm. Uh, atrocious. Mm-hmm. That team was 7-0, and and they were the last team to be unbeaten uh, this season. And everybody's like, they're going all the way. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't matter how you play in the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. And that's your Balls to the Wall Sports. I'm Lindsay on 97.5 KM. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Best and worst of the weekend. What's the best thing that happened this weekend and the worst thing that happened this weekend? Lindsay? Well, uh, it was... a. A really nice weekend, actually, because I went to the movies for the very first time since probably, I was trying to think, what was the last movie I saw in in the theaters? And I narrowed it down to two. It was either the movie with Matt Damon where he goes to Mars. Wow. Or Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. 
So which one, whichever one of those came out later, I don't even remember the I name of the Matt. Bohemian Rhapsody came out after Matt Damon's Mars movie. Okay. Matt, the Martian came out in 2015. Mm-hmm. Oh. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. And Bohemian Rhapsody came out in 2018. So yeah. 2018, that was the last time I'd gone to the theater. Okay. So four years wow. ago. Wow. And I was like a kid in a candy store buying the tickets online. I was so How much? excited. How much? How much? Actually, I feel like ticket prices have gone down because we went to we went to the Warren Theater. Don't tell us the movie you went to, but okay. Okay. We went to the Warren Theater, and I believe tickets were $11.50 a piece. Well, that doesn't seem too awful bad. What time did you go? 6.30 showing. Okay. Gimpy, what do you think, what movie do you think she saw? Oof. I don't even know what's in theaters now. So, I have no guess except for it's a kid's movie. Some kind of family-oriented movie. Dude, Spider-Man all day. Okay. Yeah, that, I guess that is a new one out, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's a huge movie. Yeah. It is. Yeah. You're both wrong. I saw the I saw the number one movie at the box office over the weekend. It which wasn't was Spider-Man? no, it wasn't. Did you literally go like go look and see what the number one movie from the box office was? No, but um, <laughs> no, but it came up in my Google News on my phone, like just a notification that it actually beat Spider-Man at the box office this weekend, and that was Scream. Oh God! The uh, new Scream. That's why it was eleven dollars. <laughs> it was um no it was okay no, no. it was it, i was a little i will admit i was a little bit disappointed uh but after watching the trailer i was i was super excited and then i was let down just a little bit sorry I potted the mic down, it was. Mm-hmm. You're right. Uh, so that's the one where you said it's got all the original actors from like the first I mean, one and they're all like 80 years old or whatever. All, th- all three of the ones that had survived. Mm-hmm. So you had Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox, and David Arquette. What's Nev Campbell looking like nowadays? She, what did, she looks great. What, what part did Courtney Cox play? A candle? Because yeah. she looks like she, she looks has so much plastic horrible. surgery. I know. And in the film, you're like, girl. Like, she's got a smile like the she's Joker the now. She's character, right? Yeah, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> no mask? <laughs> What's the giveaway? Um, mm, I would, I, well, first I would say wait for it to come free on a streaming service or whatever. Before spending the money, unless you're like me, who just Wait, was just dying to get into a theater. Wait, just a minute ago, you said it was it wasn't bad, right? But to I, me, that's bad. But it's not one that, like, for me, I usually go to the theaters when it's a movie that I have to see. And this one, it was I was really looking forward to it because it's been like the first Scream movie was like 37 years ago. Jesus, Damn, I know, that was a long time. Ago. I know it really is. So I was like, oh. I, and after the seeing the trailer, I was expecting certain things that just didn't really happen. So I was kind of let down. But it was still fun to go to an actual theater. Please answer the question. <laughs> what? The giveaway of the... I don't want to give away the movie. Just give away the damn movie. No. What are you talking about? What... what? How is it ruining the movie? In case someone watches it. It's I don't the wanna... same movie for 37 years. Yes, but... With a different killer every time. Ooh. That's where they get you. Who is it? It's actually... I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say. Why? It's Wee Man. Yeah. I'm not going to say who the killer is. Why? Because I don't want to give... I don't want to be a spoiler. 
Not going to be a spoiler. Yeah, but you just said it wasn't bad. No, the movie wasn't bad. I know, but by giving a determination on whether it's good or bad, you've already spoiled it for some people. No, no, no. I'm not going to give away. I also we also watched the new Ghostbusters movie, and unfortunately, did you go to the movie theater to see that? We rent. We thought we rented it at home off of streaming, but no, we ended up buying it for twenty bucks. Oh no! And I gotta say though, it was good. It was good. I've heard it's it's it does a good job. It does. Yeah. It does a good job. Yeah. Way Absolutely. Better than the all yeah. female one. Oh god, yes. <laughs> yes. This one cuz they played some of the same music from the original like besides the Ghostbusters theme song, but you know like the little uh instrumentally stuff um that you would hear in the original, they they brought it into this one. Um Sigourney Weaver, I had to look up her age. She makes a small cameo in this one. The woman looks fantastic. <laughs> Texas. It's a reboot of the same S that wasn't good in the first place. Yeah. How is it even number one in the box office? People like Lindsay. Because no one's going. <laughs> How full was the theater? Uh, there was probably 20 people in the theater. On a Saturday night? On a Saturday night. That's not a lot of, yeah. a lot of people. I mean in, my, in the theater that we were in. Oh, are you implying it was in multiple theaters? No, 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 no. I'm saying there was people in the theater itself watching other sure. movies. But on a Saturday night, usually you, yes. go, you go to the theaters and be packed. Exactly. Last time we went, we went and saw the second Frozen movie. I took the kids and I was like, whoa. It was so expensive. Mm-hmm. Yes. It was like 60 bucks or something like that. I was like, this is stupid. Now, the food is still expensive. It's all expensive. You know, crazy. Absolutely. When you can sit at home and do it at home, mm-hmm. bah. Mm-hmm. Right. So what was the worst part then? Um, I guess the worst part, well, um, probably waking up and seeing snow on the ground over the weekend just because it's like, uh, no, I don't want to get out. I know I, I like it because it's like, Mm. oh yay, the bugs are dying. You know, it's killing them off. We don't have to worry about cockroaches getting into our ears right now, but it still makes me just want to stay at home and not go anywhere because it's so cold outside. And yet you went out (laughs) in a snowstorm Mm -hmm. to see... Mm-hmm. The number one movie of the weekend. Yes. Snowstorm. I mean, for practical, if, for someone who hates that much snow, <laughs> right? Like, I uh, people the were sliding all over get the road. Away from it, yeah, they True were. That. People just don't know how to drive in it. Uh, Gimpy, what was the best and what was the worst? Uh, best part of the weekend would be playing my first disc golf tournament, one of three this year that I put down for my New Year's resolutions. Applaud you for the photo uh, accountability. Thank you very much. Uh, played the ice bowl out at Chandler Park. And uh, it, it was cold. Yeah. It was really cold, but not near as cold as it was the day before. Uh, Saturdays was their singles round. I went with my brother, played a round of doubles on Sunday. But apparently, according to a lot of people that were out there, uh, Saturday, also on Sunday, uh, it was way worse, way worse. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm kind of glad that I didn't go for this particular one. But it's still a lot of fun. Uh, worst part of the weekend is I played like garbage because it was so cold. And, and I'm all bundled up like that goddamn kid off of a yeah, Christmas story. I saw that. <laughs> and you're trying to throw a disc, you know, when you got your hands out like that. It just doesn't work out. And I kept shanking and slicing. It was bad. I ended up doing uh, 64 on my first round. 64. <laughs> horrible and then ended up finishing with like a 56 on the second round not as bad but still not good either where'd you guys finish 
Uh, I don't know. The uh, results haven't been posted yet. I've been keeping an eye on the uh, their Facebook page to see where we landed at. I could tell you, probably nowhere in the top ten. <laughs> nowhere at all whatsoever. Rusty. Good turnout? Yes, amazing turnout, for, at least for what I've seen uh, that one Sunday. I've seen the pictures from Saturday, lots of people out there. Uh, Sunday when we got there, it was a little slow in the beginning. You had some really large groups out there, groups of like 10, 15 people. And then you had other smaller groups like my brother and I where it was just uh, both of us on a card or whatever. So but at the end of the day, though, it was a lot. It was pretty good. It all went to a, a good cause, you know, community food sure. bank here. So. Really Best awesome. and worst of the weekend, 918-460-KMOD. Or you can text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Um, best part of the weekend for me was the snow. Watching my kids go and play out in the snow, even though it wasn't very much, didn't make good snowballs or anything like that. They loved it. Jumping and running and doing snow angels and, you know, chasing me with snow. I mean, it was awesome. Was it cold? Yes. Nothing of heated... Blanket in the dryer can't fix. Right. Uh, and then the worst part of the weekend was I took Friday off to be a part of my kid's dad's donuts breakfast thing, and they canceled it Thursday night, so I didn't get to go do that, but I had the day off. And I to call and change things at the last minute was not fair to the other people that work here. Mm-hmm. And so that was the part that sucked. Because I still had to get up, and I still had to work. I still had to do things. Right. Just it not coming to the a, show. A typical day off where you can enjoy, it, like, Saturday or Sunday. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. best and worst of the weekend, 918-460-KMOD, or you can text BMMS, and uh, then what you want to say to 82945. Best, my 49ers kicked the cowgirl's butt. Worst, unable to attend the game myself. Hmm. Uh, another one. The best, had nothing to do or worry about. Worst, Landed on watching all six seasons of Reba on Hulu. <laughs> Girl, there's other shows. Yeah, but Reba's such a mediocre show. <laughs> it is. It is good, though. Ah, you literally just said Scream 45 was good. It was okay. And I stand corrected. It was 26 years ago, not 37 years ago. Um, Still makes you feel old. There's a show with Will Smith on Nat Geo where he goes exploring. It is a phenomenal show. I've seen the commercials. I haven't actually watched the show yet. Dude, it's phenomenal. We watched the first one, Mm -hmm. and he goes um, rappelling into a a volcano (laughs) with a blind man. Oh, good God. Leading him? (laughs) Or, no. or just with him. No, he's okay. just. They're talking about sound and <laughs> and how the the blind guy feels sound and uh. and they go and talk about the way people use sound and there's this crazy celebration in I think it was Mexico mm-hmm. where they take sledgehammers and put like gunpowder on the end and slam them down and they it's the most insane thing huh. ever. Uh, but super cool whales talking and how they make noises and mm-hmm. it's dude it was it's an insane you want to feel small <laughs> as a human being that show did it to me you watch and you're like oh god right not because the whales are big just because how much is out there people like oh, yeah. exploring mm-hmm. about the sounds that a volcano makes mm-hmm. and the roar a volcano makes mm-hmm. And that you can feel it in your chest. Dude, that volcano that exploded in Tonga or whatever over the weekend. Listen to this crazy thing. Because sound travels um, 
in waves in, before you ever hear it, right? Mm-hmm. A sound wave or a sound concussion from that explosion traveled from there, passed over Tulsa, got picked up on their graphs, huh. went around the globe, wow, and came back and passed over Tulsa again. That's pretty intense. Wow. That's quite the explosion. It's insane. Mm. That is an insane phenomenon. Yeah. That happened. And you can see from the satellite image of the volcano exploding, you can see the sound concussion yeah. taking off. Just unbelievable stuff, man. Yeah. So that's it. That's it's no Reba. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing compares to Reba. Roman, don't lie. You know you like to inconvenience people as much as you can. Just you, Daniel. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. They, they were having the blind guy because he was using uh, echolocation, okay. like bats or whales. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It's phenomenal. All right, we got to take a break. Come away. Uh, coming up, I've got tickets to give away. I can't tell you what they're for. We'll be back. Tulsa's morning show continues next. The Big Man Morning Show on Tulsa's Rock Station, ninety-seven five, KMOD. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. Love adversity. <laughs> uh, we're going to play a game. Tickets to Can't Tell Ya, but I will at 9. You're going to love it. Don't worry. It's very special. Uh, so we'll get to that coming up at 9. I'll tell you what you're getting tickets to. But to get a pair of these tickets, you have no idea what you're winning. Uh, we need to play a game, and the game we're going to play is Sing Sing. And the current record is... I have one. Lindsay has one. You got none. Last week's winner was... That would be me. Corbin and Lindsay. 918-460-KMOD. 918-460-KMOD. I can't guarantee you're going to hear us. Oh, boy. <laughs> so we'll see here. Let's... Uh, good morning, you're on the air. What is your name? Colton. Colton, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Good, buddy. Colton, who do you want to give clues, Corbin or Lindsay? Uh, Corbin. Colton, 60 seconds on the clock. Timer starts after the first clue. Are you ready, sir? Yes, sir. Here we go. Uh, this is a British singer who had a dr- like a bad drug and alcohol problem, and... She sings about not uh, going to this place. Not? Yes, the song, though. Rehab. Yes. Um, this is a rap song from the 90s. The guy has hair that is um, goes in all different directions. Uh, old Buddy Bastard? <laughs> yes, but uh, this would be the other guy. Uh, uh, no, what is the opposite of hot? Cold. I felt like that was good uh, enough. Cold Moji. Kumoji. <laughs> no. Um, okay, if you... Crips and Bloods are what? Gangs. Gangs? Rivals? Yes, they are gangs. And if you are one of the members of the gang, you are known as a... Member? Gang member? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, 
Yes. Yankee oh, Paradise. Oh, too late. Damn it, man. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> One is what we got, Colton. Colton. Uh, yeah. But it might be good enough, Colton. Hang on the line, okay? All right. All right. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Slut Puppy. Hey, Slut Puppy. How are you, sir? Uh, doing good. All right, buddy. You and Lindsay, you got to beat one. Are you ready? Uh, yeah. Okay, Let's turn your do don't listen to your radio, listen to your phone. Here we go. Uh, okay. Uh the opposite of good. Bad. Uh-huh. And y- you if you fall and you break your wrist, you might break this. Your body is full of these and they're very breakable. And you'll need a cast. Bones? Yeah, uh-huh. So not good, but Bad to the bone? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, turn it over, please. Um How do we fix this. I know. Uh bring me a dream. Make him the cutest that I've ever seen. Give give him two lips like roses and clovers. Oh, sound like roll me over in the clover. Uh no. Um you walk on this on the beach. Sand? Uh-huh. And uh, not misses, but Mr. Uh-huh. Mr. what? You walk on this on the beach. Mr. Sandman, yes, bring me a Yes, dream. yes, yes. Um, uh, oh, Bonham, John Bonham band. You too. No. <laughs> <laughs> Reluctantly, you won, man. Uh, All right. I've turned it down, but I can't. It's not. Okay, congratulations, man. You're getting those tickets. Uh, but I can't tell you. Yeah. I've turned it down. <laughs> You're getting the tickets. Now it's all the way down and it's off. It's not okay. Yeah, it's just gonna stop at some second. I okay. Yeah, hang on the line. See? Yeah. Killed it. Weird. Oh, I feel Monday like that's all warranted. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, someone's having a case of the Mondays. <laughs> so Slut Puppy has won something. I, can't tell him what it is yet. Uh, Colton, dude, we could not get it done, man. I'm sorry. Uh, that's all right. Next time, man. Next time. All right, buddy. See you later, man. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, the yeah, one that he yeah, couldn't please. get as I walk through he the valley the of end. the shadow of death. That he got it. A look at my he life. got it at the end. Yeah, yeah, that was it, though. You just wanted to do that. <laughs> you could have just sang it. But or if movie. He know if I can't remember. Dangerous Wait, I Mind even... soundtrack. Sure. Song from Dangerous sure. Minds. Okay. Sure. That was it. I'm literally on the verge of exploding. I know. <laughs> so I don't know what you're doing. Breakdown. <laughs> uh, all right. We're going to take a break. Uh, the record now is. Well, puts Lindsay in the lead with two. I have one. You have none. We'll be back. Tulsa's morning show is coming right back. The Big Mad Morning Show. Just so everyone knows, the mic is not. It's off, but apparently you can hear me still. Nothing a bat can't fix. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. Listen, only a few parts went flying. <laughs> That's all it takes. I'm just glad no one was hurt. It was just one of those <laughs> things where someone's like, hey, do this. And I went, okay. <laughs> and it went, you. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. I had listen. I didn't do it. Someone told me to mm-hmm. do it. Yep. I feel that abstains me from responsibility. 
I was just simply doing what I was instructed to do. Yeah. Something about the flux capacitor. If anybody that works in computers knows this term, disk failure showed up on the screen. So that was exciting moment. <laughs> mm. That's not good. You almost got to hear, uh, you almost got to hear, <laughs> hear, uh, Damn it, I was trying to think of a best of. You almost got to hear a best of again. <laughs> the same one you've heard 49 times, you pussies. Yeah, right. <laughs> Forget it. We go on vacation a lot of days. Uh, right. Whatever. Right. Uh, yeah. All right. So I guess we'll... Okay. Listener emails. You can always email us. Show at KMOD.com. Show at KMOD.com. Um Read an email on the air. You guys give advice as long as we're on the air. Uh, and then uh, you can do that via text or you can do it via email. I'm sorry, text or calling. BMM yeah. asking what that is to 82945 or call at 918 460 KMOD. This email says, I've always been a little chubby, but I think I'm an attractive chubby. Well, during the last year and a half, I've been hey, lifting, fatty. lifting weights at home and have lost nearly 100 pounds. Wow. I had to buy new clothes. I got a new job. My self-esteem is through the roof. My wife is psyched. She's constantly staring at me. Our sex life has jumped. And when I go out, I catch looks. I catch all different age groups of women staring at me. I've gotten phone numbers from girls like the waitress or other girls at a restaurant. I love my wife, but I can easily see me getting a piece of life that I never experienced in my 20s because I was overweight. I know cheating is bad, okay, but how do I get a little bit of that cake that I missed out on? Wow! <laughs> what a douchebag! <laughs> what makes him a douchebag? Because he's talking about cheating on his wife. No, he's talking about getting a little piece of that cake he missed out on. That's right. That's cheating on his wife. Maybe, maybe. He wants action from someone that he's not married to. Right. He's feeling sexy. Uh-huh. He's getting attention. Yeah. And he's like, let me uh, spread my seed. And it also says that he loves the attention he's getting from his wife. She sees him in a whole new way. Their sex life is great. So he should be happy with what he's got. Come on. Yeah, but he's been eating the same tuna sandwich for God knows so, how long. You so know? Is it, did he settle? Like, did he settle with his wife? I don't know. I'm not in there. Now he thinks he can do better. Are you saying that when you win the lottery, stay in that same house you've been in your whole life? Because he feels like he's won the lottery. Mm-hmm. Listen, I we'll get to the cheating thing. Yeah. He feels he won the lottery. So when you win the lottery, do you stay in the same house? I mean, some, depending on how much money you, you win. I just go ahead. Nope. Get that nectar. I got to be honest, though, that's probably the m- most wise financial move. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ain't nobody going to live in the same house. Come on now. Mm-mm. No, you got all this money. It's time to upgrade. There's been some changes in your life. It's time to upgrade. Say that phrase again. You got all this money now. It's time to upgrade. I didn't upgrade. I scrapped her. <laughs> King of the Hill. Right. It's so time to upgrade. to upgrade. It doesn't sound like he wants to upgrade. It he, sounds like he wants to see what's in the market. Mm-hmm. He just wants to drive a different car. That's it. Car, I'm not sure of, but yes. 
No, he's <laughs> he's been driving the same old 1986 Chevette for God knows how long, and and now he's gotten a, a raise at work, and now it's like, hey, can I have a Camaro? Let me let's just let me let me take a little test drive. I mean, it's. Not uncommon when women get breast augmentations, mm. they start getting looks. Sure. They start, I wouldn't say cheating or playing. They get looks without f- a... Come on. A woman gets a breast augmentation, they get a whole new set of looks they never got before. Mm-hmm. And a whole new set of confidence that they never had before because they're getting all that attention. The number of people I know that get breast augmentations and they get divorced or split up. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's phenomenal, the number. It's crazy. Mm. Yeah. Almost everyone I know. Wow. Almost everyone I know that gets a breast augmentation, not with the person they were with when they got them. Mm. Interesting. Why? Because you you're ready to upgrade. Uh-huh. You're getting attention you never got before. This text here says Moonlight as a stripper, but they don't. We don't have any male strip clubs here in town, do we? Not, not in. I mean, not a club. Okay. But they do the Thunder from Down Under, and I'm sure uh, there are men that go and strip for parties. Okay. There I'm sure go. there. I, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But you know, I understand this is Tulsa, but there's still. It's like going well. There's no gambling here. There's no <laughs> bookies. Still happens. Still happens. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know. Have you seen a male stripper here, Lindsay? No. Mm-mm. Because I've never been in a situation where I needed a male stripper, so I'm not. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, yeah, I've needed. Just when the for traveling the sh- show comes to town. Right. Yeah. Is that the same, though? I, no. I mean, you can't. It's not a regular thing. You can get hit in the face with quarters, though, right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Take a 10 to the face? Yeah. $10 and quarters. Mm-hmm. Right, right, of course. Yeah. Yes. A roll's $10. Because <laughs> it's like a roll of quarters, Lindsay. Mm-hmm. Don't look there. <laughs> um, I go with a roll of dimes. It's just- so what's the difference, right? Plastic surgery, mm-hmm. male or female, and they change. They they change, right? Psychologically, you're a different person after you yeah. lose that much weight. Yeah. Yes, yes, it's true. You're getting a lot of attention that you never got before. You know, and confidence, good, confidence, of course, and that's firing off the chemicals in your brain that makes you feel good. This text says, should have worked out in your 20s, you cheating whore. No kidding. Well, uh, to be fair, this person hasn't cheated yet that we know of. So, I mean, come on. Agree, Gimpy. Uh, Step one, call Jeff Hensley. Step two, give up half of everything he owns. Step three, can't get any attention because he's flat broke. Step four, stress eat. Step five, beg the wife to take you back. Step six, die alone. Yeah. (laughs) Fat and alone. That's about right. (laughs) Uh, He needs to maybe give his wife an idea of the role-playing strangers thing. Where they show up to some place not knowing what the other is going to come up looking like. Except you do. That's the thing. Exactly. Better remember who was there for you when you were a fat ass. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, when, Chubby is not 100 pounds overweight. Yeah, but who? a lot of people describe themselves as chubby. Right. Because it's fat shaming and all. Yeah. A lot nicer than saying you're a fat ass. Talk to the wife. Maybe she's into it. Maybe there's a good idea for some money-making someone needs to put a male strip club here in Tulsa so that the biatches have a place to dance with the bears. <laughs> <And> nope. <laughs> yeah, right. 
The Bears, if you know what that is. Try a swingers club. All of club. our women will be gone <laughs> every weekend. Try a swingers club. Yeah, but you're assuming she wants mm-hmm. to also do that. Right. And they don't let men in by themselves, or do they, Gimpy? Uh, no. At least the one, the only one that's still open that I know of. Uh, it's couples only. Uh, single men are allowed for an extra price, but they pretty well discourage it. Like how much more? It's like an extra 20 bucks or something. Damn. Like wow. Yeah. And did you ever see men do that? Me, I've never been to this one that's still open. Now, well, when you worked at a swingers when club. When I worked at one, oh, yeah, because we charged extra for single dudes to come in. And uh, a lot of the times, <laughs> this is funny, this goes to show you how cheap some people are. They'll go out into the parking lot and wait for a single female or a group of single females or whatever to come in. And then they're like, hey, can you get me in as your date? Blah, 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 whatever. So they would use the women to get them in. Really? But, yes. But there were there were some dudes that were like, all right, cool, whatever. Here's here's your extra $10. You know? I would love to go for the psychological part, just to watch it all unfold. Because mm-hmm. does a single guy go into a swingers club? Like the rooster in the hen house, like he's <laughs> he think he's got it figured out. Do other couples stray? Like, oh, stay away from the single guy. Are there couples that only look for the single guy? Because there are couples that only look for the single girl, mm-hmm. right? Like, I'm fascinated by that idea enough to just be an observer. <laughs> uh, don't take that cake because your wife was with you when you're a complete fat ass. That cake ain't always sweeter. And you can always gain the weight back. Have a three-way. Uh, yes, if all it took was losing a little weight and he wasn't very committed to the marriage to begin with. Did the wife cheat on you when you were fat? I mean, maybe the wife's fat. We don't know. True. Maybe they're a fat couple. Maybe they were a fat couple. <laughs> and it just doesn't, based on his fat. email, it doesn't sound like there's any issue inside the marriage. He's saying their sex life is great. She's showing him even more attention. It just he just sounds like a selfish little crybaby. I mean, if she's giving him more attention because he looks good, isn't she being a bitch too? No, not necessarily. I mean, some people when they're overweight like that, maybe he he like stood out. He did not want to be intimate. Maybe he had issues. Or maybe she had issues. Or maybe she did. She didn't like that he was fat. And so she wouldn't have sex with him. Quite possibly. Isn't, isn't that just as horrible? But he's not saying anything negative about the wife. Hell no, he's got a new outlook on life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Life is good. Success for the skinnies, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's what he's alluding. Is that if you're skinny, you get all these looks, you get all these numbers. Mm-hmm. If you get a phone number mm-hmm. at the bar or what out at lunch from the waitress, do you tell your wife? Yeah. <laughs> it depends on how um, open you are about your relationship. Right. Because some psychopaths will flip S. And, you know, next thing you know, you're sleeping on the couch for the next week and a half. Others might be like, yeah, okay, that's fun. That's fun. That's cute. I mean, you're not going to call it or anything, right? No, no of course not. Yeah, if there's not a cheating bone in your body, you probably would say, hey, you'll never believe what happened to me today at lunch. Mm-hmm. Oy. Well, what'd you do with it? Well, I threw it away. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Or do you just did. throw it away and not bring, never talk about it again? Or that. That's the best. That's the best. Is that dishonest? Uh, no. Because- what if your spouse finds it in your pants when they're doing laundry or in the lawn in the trash? Right. 
Well, then you would explain to her, like, in the trash, totally, right? That's excusable. Be like, yeah, I was at the grocery store, you know, Becky in, in aisle six, you know, thought she'd give me her number. I just didn't think anything of it, watered it up, threw it in the trash. That right. was that. I think that's somewhat excusable. It's it's if you hold on to it. And if you try to... You held on to it. You left the establishment with it. Uh, right. Of course, you're not going to be rude and throw it down Who cares if you're rude to someone not in your life? <laughs> Very true. It's a it's an Akbar moment, man. Yeah. It's a sure. trap. For sure, it's a trap. <laughs> you, Some girl, if you're married and some girl gives you a phone number... Dump that number, in my opinion. Don't even leave the establishment with it. That makes sense. Just simply be like, ah, I'm good, sweetheart. I'm taking it. And then you can be like, I, if you want to tell your spouse, I would be like, hey, I got the phone number, but I, I gave it to Frank, or I left it at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. I didn't want. God, it's a trap. Right. There's no good way out of it at all whatsoever. Unless you have the most self-confident female our partner ever. Which is a possibility. Yeah. Highly <laughs> unlikely, but it's a possibility. He needs to treat his wife for putting up with his fat ass instead of his own ego. You narcissistic dumbass. Give your wife the number and let her call. Uh, plot twist. They are your wife's friends trying to catch you. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Yeah. I think you would know if they were your wife's friends or not. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know all of my ladies' friends. Do you know all of your, your wife's friends? I mean, I'd like to think so. You'd like 11 to years. Think so, exactly. Yeah. Uh, listener email I've always been a little chubby, but I think I'm an attractive, chubby dude. Well, during the last year and a half, I've been lifting weights at home and lost 100 pounds. I had to buy new clothes. I got a new job. My self esteem has changed dramatically. My wife is psyched. She's constantly staring at me. Our sex life has jumped. But when we go out, I catch all different age groups of women staring at me. I've gotten phone numbers from girls like waitresses or even other girls at a restaurant. I love my wife, but I can easily see me getting a piece of life that I never experienced in my 20s because I was overweight. I know cheating is bad, but how do I get a little bit of that cake that I missed out on? You can't, you douchebag. Like, stop it. Stop it. Love your wife because she loved you for the person that you were and not for what you looked like. So do the same. I don't know. She's staring at him a you're lot more. You're in a committed marriage. <laughs> and if you're not, then then leave your wife. Gimpy. Talk to her about maybe exploring the lifestyle a little bit. It could be good for both of you. You never know because you're driving the same old car. You're eating the same old sandwich over and over and over again. It could be good for you. It could be a good thing. It's worth the conversation. What's the worst you're going to say? Hell no. That's disgusting. Okay, you tried. You tried and then you left it at that. But at least this way, both of you can get some strange and maybe go on with your life and not be so goddamn miserable all the time. What? Well, I'm just like, okay, so what if she says, okay, yeah, sure, let's do that hall pass thing? No hall pass, you know? I mean, I mean, I guess you could be a hall pass, whatever you want to put it, but, you know, bring bring another person in or, or maybe, you know, talk about swapping or whatnots like that, you know? Okay, and what if she's into it? Fantastic. Fantastic. All right, I'm getting what I want. She gets It's a win-win for everybody in that situation. Oh, just because it just, it's not comfortable for you doesn't mean it's not. No, I think good it's opening up a else. bunch of, of uh, problems. I think the ship has sailed. The new problems. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. The moment he took a phone number, mm-hmm. 
and didn't yeah. just tell that person, hey, I'm happily married, mm-hmm. no thanks, tells me something's up. Right. The urge is there, and it's just a matter of time yeah. before he acts on it. I, I believe if you are happily married mm-hmm. with everything, none of these things, you don't have these thoughts. You don't take another person's phone number. No. That's fair. You, you don't consider the idea of cheating. Not saying We're not talking about looking. Right? right? We're talking about, hey, I'm contemplating cheating enough to garner <laughs> advice on how to. Mm-hmm. Character is fate, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a big believer in careful what you ask for. Yeah. The grass only appears greener. It's really the same. It, most of the time, it's worse. Yeah. <laughs> most of the time, it's not green at all. Mm-hmm. Dead brown. You know, you like right up. Maybe you're someone who you see some party in person online, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Man, I'd love to go on a date with them." And then you go on a date with them, and you cheat on your wife, whatever. And then that person—that's all they do is drink. Yeah, constantly. Right. That's right. their—that's her lifestyle. That's their thing. Mm-hmm. And now you're like, "Well, I liked my Fridays at home. Mm-hmm. Right. I liked being up. able to work out whenever I wanted. Mm-hmm. Now I got to get plastered every other." day yeah (laughs) or every day right or or the opposite side of that oh you see only their life online or who you meet at the bar that one time Mm -hmm. or the waitress Mm -hmm. not knowing that they're a pill addict right or just as dull and boring as you are right and they do nothing fun nothing exciting they have no interest in you except that they showed interest in you yeah and now your life is in shambles. Yeah. And you have to start over at 45. You just blew up uh, <laughs> five, six, ten years of a relationship because mm-hmm. your ego. Exactly. So to me, the cheating is obviously is the obvious thing, the bad part, right? Yeah. But how about that other stuff? You clearly do not care about your partner's feelings. Yep. To even have the thoughts. That well, you're considering. To accept the phone numbers and. Mm-hmm. All of that. To consider blowing up right. all that. You're not even taking their feelings into account. Oh, no. So you have par- passed over into selfishness. Oh, yeah. You're feeding your ego. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Super serving it. Absolutely. So the only reason people do that is they're not happy. Mm-hmm. They're living a life they don't want to live. Right? Yeah. yeah. Or they just can't get enough of the chocolate cake. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is you sit there and just indulge and indulge and indulge and indulge and indulge and not have any Mm self-control. Again. To reward himself with some strange for losing some weight. Well, I mean, I get the appeal of being 20-something and then you you get married or get into a relationship. Can you just make sure I can see him? Thanks. Um, Your big hair's in the way. (laughs) Yeah, your hair's pretty froey today. Um, Is that you never... uh, you never get to experience that life. I can totally see the appeal. Right. right. It's like having babies at such a young age. Yeah. You got to grow up super fast. So you're missing out on your early 20s yeah. where a lot of people do their experimenting and fun party times. Yeah. But mm-hmm. th- that you're in that situation because of your choices. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. So that's not an excuse. No. That's not an excuse. You, you don't get to go, well, I missed out on my 20s, so I should get this. Oh, should you? Right. Should you get this? How about you just missed out? Deal with yeah. it. Yeah. How about you've had a lot, you've had, you've experienced things that someone else that didn't have kids got to experience. Like you'll be a grandma at 40 mm-hmm. <laughs> or you'll get to do, have all your kids out of the house by 40. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
That's a good feeling. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> there's you can easily look at it as a negative, but you are you're in a precarious situation, my swole friend. Yeah. You were in quite the salad. Good for you. You dodged diabetes. You lost 100 pounds. Reward yourself with a, a nice tropical vacation for you and your wife. So he can go and stare at all the bikini-clad bitches on the beach that he can't have while his slug of a wife is sitting yeah. there bitching about. How do we he know? Lost, he How lost 100 pounds. What his he, wife looks like. He lost 100 pounds. It's slipping out over the edge. <laughs> it, it's not like he's carrying a six. Mm-hmm. Right. Right? He ain't carrying a six. Mm-hmm. It's It looks like he's got that net bag you're supposed to put fruit in to save the environment <laughs> sitting on the front of his belly. Right. You bringing lemons in here, sir? No, no, no. That's my belly. <laughs> no smuggling fruit, just fat. Is that a, is that, do you work for Wells Fargo? <laughs> is that coins? <laughs> uh, all right. We got to take a break. You can always email show at KMOD.com. <laughs> Tulsa's Morning Show continues next. Next. The Big Man Morning Show on Tulsa's Rock Station 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. Coming up at 9 o'clock, I got this concert announcement. I can tell you what the uh, our winner of the game at 730, what he won tickets to. I'll share that with you at 9. Right now, it's listener emails. You can always email us, show at KMOD.com. Get advice. It says, I'm not sure how to say this, but I wish I liked my kids more. (laughs) I'm the mom of a five-year-old and a one-year-old. I love them deeply, but lately I haven't liked them very much. Could be a function of my chronic depression, and I'm not ruling that out. I just wish I could enjoy them more. But my 15-month-old wants to be in someone's arms constantly, and my five-year-old is becoming moodier and won't eat anything. Whatever gets that from. Like the kid survives on fruit and pepperoni pizza. I kind of want to escape from my kids for like a month so I can miss them and appreciate them more. Wow. Is it wrong to not like your kids? <laughs> I personally think it's just a phase and it's absolutely natural to go through We're not that doing phase. that yet. I I'm just going, trying to relate to this little woman here. Um, yeah, having kids is hard. What were the ages again? Like five and one. Whew. Yeah. Whew. That's it's that's tough. Mom, mom, mm-hmm. mom, 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 mom. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Quit barking orders at me. <laughs> go, but I go. But I want, go! I don't care what you want, just leave. I got nothing to do. My, oh. sure. my ass, here's a stick and a rock. Go outside. Sure. <laughs> then I'm throwing everything away. Right? Yep. Right? Room full of toys. Rooms up. Everywhere. Strode about the entire house. I got nothing to do. Already watched everything on YouTube. Oh, wrong God. <laughs> Don't give me that. You watch Bluey 95 times a day. <laughs> yeah. Being a parent's hard. 
Yeah. It there's, really is. Yeah. And there's always something for them to do. But, man, I hate that. I have nothing to do. Oh, uh, man. It almost, I think we've all been there. I mean, there's been times where I know I've I've called my mom and been like, I can see why women flip and go to prison for murdering their children. I'm at my breaking point. You know, you just have to take a step back, relax. Oh, it is tough. Maybe calling a, a nanny, get a nanny in there. Jesus Christ, you said you just had an abortion if you didn't want them. <laughs> well, abortions are expensive. Okay. It's not it's natural. My kids are 12, 16, and a fi- and and 15. Uh the only one that seems like me is the 15-year-old, but I think that's only because she's autistic and nonverbal. Uh, oh God, are you saying because the kid doesn't talk you like that one more? <laughs> that's what I read. That's possible. <laughs> that's what I read is that you <laughs> Because that one can't talk, you're okay. Mm. You, you like that one a lot more. Uh-huh. It's fine. She keeps to herself. <laughs> I keep to myself. We work in a, you know, we work. We make it happen. There's a lot we don't know here. Is this person doing it all by themselves? Right. Yes. I wonder. Absolutely. That's a good question. I know for me, when my wife has to go out of town for work, mm-hmm. it's 10,000 times more exhausting. Mm-hmm. Right. Than it is when she's home. Because you don't have anybody to rely on, to lean on, I guess you could say. How about just so I can go take a deuce? Right. Yeah. Right? Just that. Mm-hmm. So I, and some people are like, well, it's the woman's job to take care of all that. Man, okay, if that's what you think, that's fine. Yeah. But to imply that it's easy, just because they're everybody's like, it's a woman's instincts to love their child. Then how can we read so many stories where women stuff kids in washers and yeah. dryers and and murder them and bury them like? What's natural? They expect it's, it's, too yeah. much from women. Well, the, no, no, those are asterisks. Or they're just people. Right. Yes. Right. What was it that uh, little girl, uh, Ducky, from The Land Before Time? Child actor, dad was a drunk, skitzed out. Killed, beat the hell out of the girl, killed her and the mom, and then killed himself. Dads, dads get stressed out too. That's all I'm trying to say about that story. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it happens. Uh, yeah, it's not easy to raise kids. No. And you at that one year old, she could still be dealing with the um, postpartum. Yes, absolutely. She could have never gotten over postpartum from the first round. And then compound the new round on top of it. And maybe, who knows if dad's there or not. You know, the father of the children. Who knows? Right. Is she working? hmm Trying to do a full-time job? Raise two kids? Go to school so she can get a better job than mm-hmm. what she has already? Yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. Right. If you're doing all that, you ain't got time for a manicure. Mm-mm. No. Tex says, it's five-year-old too late for an abortion. Lord. Not to some of you liberals. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, Lindsay, what do you think that this person should do? Let me read the email again. I'm not sure how to say this, but I wish I liked my kids more. I'm the mom of a five-year-old and a one-year-old. I love them deeply, but lately I haven't liked them mu- very much. Uh, could be a function of my chronic depression, and I'm not ruling that out. I just wish I could enjoy them more. But my 15-month-old wants to be in someone's arms constantly, and my 5-year-old is becoming moodier and won't eat anything. 
Like the kid survives on fruit and pizza. Kind of want to escape from my kids for like a month so I can miss them and appreciate them more. What do you think, Lindsay? She might have to learn how to let the uh, 15-month-old cry it out a little bit. You know, um, as far as the holding them 24-7. Also, she says she has chronic depression. I think uh, she should probably try to schedule something with a therapist and talk to someone. Right, when? Well, she's, okay, get to your village, girl. Find your village to help you with your children. I don't know if the father's in the picture, if she has some a mother or father, in-laws, whatever. She's got to find some sort of help so she can make some time for herself. And if you talk don't have those things, if you don't have those things, yes. how do you do that? If, you, if the father is absent, if you don't have a relationship mm. with your mother, father, no siblings, what do you do? Essentially don't have a village is what you're saying. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Or how do you how do you make a village? Mm-hmm. Because as you've had a five-year-old, you haven't had any friends or anything in five years, mm-hmm. six years. What join, do you do? Join a, a mom group on Facebook. There's tons of different groups for single moms and people with no support systems. you got to find one. And I mean, you have to. Otherwise, what is she going to do? I mean, it sounds like she's borderline going to ditch her kids somewhere. Well, I feel like that's a jump, but okay. <laughs> I mean, she definitely that, needs some sort of professional help. You got to find somebody. I get where you're going at, Lindsay, but then you got to find somebody that you can trust mm-hmm. with your kids. And yeah, a Facebook well, group? A, a mother, exactly. Or a Mother's Day Out program. Mm-hmm. I mean, churches offer that, too. Um, well, they're safe there. Yeah. <laughs> no kids have ever been appropriately touched at right. a church before. Oh, Right. Those, I'm sure those a lot of those programs are safe. The point being is, it's hard to trust those places. Mm-hmm. And I'm, my question is, I've heard that statement of, just make a village. Well, I think that's a lot, sounds a lot easier than it really is. I mean, mm-hmm. she, I, I doubt she's completely 100% alone. She's got to have a friend, someone. Go I to her it, doctor. Ask her doctor. I think you'd be surprised how many people are alone in those scenarios. Mm-hmm. Well... That's my advice. She needs to find someone before she ends up going off the rails and murdering her children. I don't know how you're getting to murdering, but okay. <laughs> because that's how well, she feels Well, this sounds like a cry inside. for help. This sounds like a cry for help. When she talks about her depression, she needs to talk to a professional. True. Except she's self-diagnosing. Right. Let a doctor diagnose her mm-hmm. that she has depression. Yeah, I mentioned seeing a doctor. Call a physician. Gimpy. Uh, the truth of the matter is there's no getting away at all whatsoever. You are stuck. You kind of should have realized that when you spit the first one out to begin with. I'm stuck. For at least the next 16 years, you're stuck. You're going to have them straight by your side. Not exactly what I wanted to use in that sense right there, but nonetheless, they're going to be strapped to your side until they can take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, and even then, maybe not. <laughs> exactly, because apparently this 15-year-old still has to live up mama's ass all the time. So it's like, come on, man. You're 15. You 15 make, months. Oh, 15 months. I mm-hmm. thought it was 15 years. Well, if that's the case, then yeah. you are effed, woman. That is all that there is to that. <laughs> you, There is nothing you can do to fix the situation except get the kids taken care of, you're putting them down, and at the end of the night... Take a few rips and relax. Until they get up in the middle of the night screaming. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then, and you're passed out and don't hear anything. Uh, that's not going to happen. 
That's not going to happen. That doesn't happen? Not off the weed, man. And maybe if she's got a pill problem, yeah, totally. I can see that. Or pissed drunk. Oh, you're saying you're not saying that kids won't wake him. You're saying that you won't be able to be woken up. What? Right, right. That's what she's saying or whatever. Oh, to, you, you're not going to get that loaded. All right. Take a few hits, a few hits, relax, maybe eat a gummy or whatever. I don't care. But the fact of it is, is there's nothing you can do until the end of the day when the kids are asleep. And then you can finally get that me time. And then when they wake up in the middle of the night or the butt crack at dawn in the morning, hell, here we go again. And then you just go through the cycle. You're talking about when they go to bed, man, it's like, I got to finish folding the laundry, I got to put the dishes away, I got to clean the bathroom, I got to uh-huh. get a thing, this is I got to do pills, got to do thing, got to watch Grace. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason why I don't participate in dry January, because I can't. I need, need that alcohol one. dependency, Yes, huh? I do, uh, I do. Every once in a while, every once in a while, it's like, all right, I'll, I'll be fine after a glass of wine. That's all I need. That's it. Mommy's little helper. Kids are in bed. Okay, it's been a day. It's weird to like say like kind of crush Gimpy for the weed thing, but you're like, oh, wine's wine's fine. Yeah. Oh no, I'm not crushing him. I, hey, whatever. <laughs> if you need a, a gummy at the end of the day, go ahead. Right, right. Just don't do meth because that's going to compound things right. even worse. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to like your kids. No. You don't. You just got to love them. Mm-hmm. And even then, you just got to make sure they don't die. Well, I mean, I think that takes love. Yeah, sure. And she states that she has nothing but love for them. Yeah. She just doesn't like them so much. Mm. Yeah. And it ebbs and flows. You tell me there's no fun things that happen with your kids? Come on. You got a one-year-old who's just figuring some stuff out, a five-year-old who is great at drawing monsters and just wants to read and can do puzzles and is learning words. And Mm. yeah, come on. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But you're too focused on the negative, and you're overlooking all that awesomeness that is actually going on. Yeah. Because you're so overwhelmed. Right. Need a break? Totally. Find the, find the villages, Lindsay said. Find a way to be in, start a group. You may not be able to do the school drop-in right away mm-hmm. or the church drop-in right away. you got to build that trust. You may not be able to utilize the Facebook group right away, but you could have a play date. What are those, uh, God, what are they called? Sing camps, sing kids, sing circles, where you take your kids and they, they have music and plays oh. and they do them in like public places. Fun. And that gets you like around a, other adults. Yes. Okay. Like a day camp sort of thing or? Yeah. Um, sing, ah, it's called something like that. Hmm. Sometimes they do art ones too. Oh. And it's just for, basically it's to spread the responsibility out. Mm-hmm. Kids do, The kid is occupied, Mm -hmm. so it gives you a chance to breathe. Someone else is making sure they have Crayolas or singing the song or whatever. It gives you a chance to, like, be there but not have to be there. Right. Exactly. A little break away from the door. Yes. Mm -hmm. It may not be, you know, getting wasted as these two are recommending. (laughs) But it's a chance to mentally take a break and not have to go and have your kid yell at you from the toilet. Yes. So you can wipe their ass. Or you can wipe your own. Alone. Always email us show at kmod.com. Show at kmod.com. Tulsa's morning show is coming right back. The Big Man Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock Station 97.5. KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. I'm catching Gimpy off guard. Do you want to do four by four here? I don't want to rob you of a Gimpy. It's up to you if you want to. Okay, all right. Uh, 
We got uh, to tell the truth coming up. Your chance to ask any question you want to get to know the show better. We're going to see what Lindsay has for for uh, sports. But first, let's see what Gimpy has for 4x4. Well, Corbin, it says here that a huge asteroid is to safely fly by the Earth today. It'll be about a million miles away, so we're, we're good. We're good. Safe. Right. <laughs> and scientists say that it's a safe distance, yet close enough to see with a telescope. It's been on their radar since 1994 and is about two and a half times the height of the Empire State Building. An asteroid of this size strikes the Earth every 600,000 years, with the next closest approach at least 200 years away. Yeah. Oh, good. Bruce Willis was quoted as saying, they're going to name schools after us. <laughs> <laughs> Not so much. Uh, the fourth COVID shot doesn't stop Omicron. The world's first study on an extra Pfizer booster shows that it does increase antibodies, but not enough to stop a breakthrough case. Still, researchers in Israel say that those affected only had a slight symptoms or none at all. The country began giving a fourth dose to high-risk groups last month. A study is also underway using another dose from Moderna. Airlines asked the feds, keep your 5G away from our airports, huh? Uh, the largest airline and shipping carriers in the U.S. are trying to block 5G networks within two miles of airports. The CEO sent a letter to the administration asking to delay tomorrow's rollout near airports where FAA restrictions go into effect. Their concern is that 5G signals will interfere with flight technology, including radar on planes. American Airlines claims that the expanded service will have Quotes a devastating impact on aviation. So it's got this is gonna be simplified because I don't know if a lot of people understand it. The they use that device to land the plane uh-huh. when they can't see. Okay. And they're saying that they want to limit it for the last 30 seconds of flight. Oh, okay. And sometimes the plane needs like two minutes. Sure. Okay. So 30 seconds isn't enough time. Mm-hmm. That's where the airlines are like, hey, hey, hey. We need more time. In other countries, it's two minutes. Okay. Okay. But, I mean, our plane's just going to fall out of the sky if they just happen to. It's landing and takeoff. Right, right. So it's things, landing. Makes things a little more difficult. Yeah, it, it, it is putting a risk mm-hmm. that why not just put two, two mi- do the two minutes. Right. And two minutes in terms of time, like two minutes till landing. Right, right. They're but right now approach. it's 30 seconds. Yeah. Still. So that means they got to eye it mm. when they can't see? <laughs> right. All right, hold on, folks. We're going to try to figure this out. If the mask drops, you know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lastly here, Broken Arrow City Council to vote on permit to help with staffing shortages in the schools. Uh, Broken Arrow City Council will be voting on a resolution tonight that would uh, per- excuse me, permit city employees to help out on a temporary basis with staffing shortages in the school district. A city manager, Michael Spurgeon, uh, says that this is the first municipality to do this in this region. The collaboration came as a result of large staffing shortages in the district and has forced schools to move back into distance learning this week. Wait, so then what will those people do with their other jobs? Like, let's just say you got a city planner that needs to go and help out substitute the sixth grade or something. You got It's like working two jobs, man. You got to do this one, and then you do this one, and then you get back to the other one when you're done with this one. Huh. Yeah. That doesn't sound like a good idea. No, that doesn't sound like a good idea either. I mean, at least they're trying. Right. Uh, that might be better than our idea. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> better than inmates? <laughs> Inmates are like, we'll be right here. Uh-huh. <laughs> here if you need me, boss. <laughs>
The Las Vegas Raiders. Teaching here, boss. <laughs> the Las Vegas Raiders are firing Mike Mayek as general manager after three seasons on the job. Over the course of his three years at the helm, Mayak's teams combined for a record of 25 and 24, including their first playoff appearance since 2016. The Raiders released a statement thanking Mayak for his contributions to form the foundation for the franchise to build upon in its future. Vegas has already begun its search for his replacement after requesting an interview with New England Patriots Director of Player Personnel Dave Ziegler. You could make an argument that this guy should get a break because how they finally made the playoffs, mm-hmm. right. though they didn't win. And, but they had kind of a crazy offseason, mm-hmm. right? Stuff that didn't have to do with football. Right. Player kills another player, whatever. But how many, like, how was that in his control? It's not. Right, it's not. He can only control the games. Yeah. And how so they played. It's kind of like, well, I mean, he that program did do well. They did make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And they hadn't done that in, what, 16 seasons or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seems like a weird, like they're punishing him, or I don't know. I was surprised by that. Mm. Uh, if Novak, uh, jo- Jokovic, Djokovic, Djokovic, yes, yes, Djokovic thought his problems ended when he boarded a flight out of Australia. He needs to think again. Just 24 hours after the Australian Open began without him, news dropped that the 20-time Grand Slam winner could be forced to sit out of the French Open now as well. A new French law bearing unvaccinated individuals from entering stadiums and public places could go into effect by May, forcing him to likely miss his second straight major. Yeah, it's their rules. I love the Serbia president was like, he can play tennis here. And if you can point to Serbia on a map, good for you. <laughs> and that's it's over there <laughs> where everything's gray. <laughs> and that's your Balls of the Wall Sports. I'm Lindsay on 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. You just heard Slipknot there. And in March of 1973, KMOD was launched. Some of you may or may not know that. March 2023, next year, KMOD celebrating our 50th anniversary. And for a radio station to stay the same for 50 years is unheard of. Mm-hmm. Uh, March 2022, KMOD kicks off the countdown to 50, and KMOD presents Knotfest Roadshow 2022, starring Slipknot. <laughs> Wednesday, March 23rd at the BOK Center. Tickets go on sale this Friday uh, at BOKCenter.com. And if Slipknot's not enough for you, listen to this. Slipknot with special guests in this moment. Hell yeah. And uh, Ginger as well, March 23rd, BOK Center. Uh, How about you call us right now to win the first pair of tickets before they go on sale? 918-460-KMOD. 918-460-KMOD. The countdown to 50 is on with Tulsa's rock station, KMOD. 50 years. And I'm not saying there's something pretty big happening in the works, but... So uh, we'll tell you more about that when it uh, I can. So uh, let's go ahead and do to tell the truth right now. Time to tell the truth. This is your opportunity to ask anything you want. Just remember, keep it clean. No bodily fluids, nothing sexual. And don't forget, we can and will pass on a question. Let's open up the phone lines. Here's Corbin and the gang with all the truth you're going to need. 918-460-KMOD, or you can text BMMS and whatever that is to 82945. We had that email Lindsay, have you about cheating? Have you ever been cheated on, Lindsay? Uh, yes. What was it? Uh, my high school boyfriend cheated on me okay. after we were in college. 
Yeah. It doesn't really count. It's not like we were going to get married. No, but you probably thought it was pretty serious at the time. Yeah. I How'd mean, you find I was, out? Um, his roommate kind of busted him out. Um, I, I became friends with his roommates, and one day when I called his dorm room, his roommate was like, oh, no, he's out with so-and-so. Wait, you guys are broken up, right? Like, oh. Yeah. I was like, no, but we are now. So it was like another woman. Yes. Uh-huh. And so just because you heard he was out with another woman, you thought he was uh, He cheating. admitted it when when I talked to him. Like, they, he, the roommate had mentioned, like, yeah, they're, they've he's been seeing this chick for few weeks and so you talked to him again and was like what's going on yeah and he was like uh well we're just friends but we do hang out a lot i'm like well listen we're in different states i'm i don't need to know details i'm just going to assume the worst you're better than me because it's happened twice to me and one of the times I found out after the fact, so I didn't even care. Mm-hmm. And one of the times I found out and I was like, okay, well, I guess we're done then. Like yeah. there was nothing to talk about. Sure. But they wanted, it's like they wanted the fight. Yeah. And I was like, no, that's no, not no worth fight. your energy. There's no fight. It's, it's over. Actually, yep. I think we had sex and then it was over. One last. Yeah. Shebang. Yeah. yeah why not? Uh, yeah. Why not? Get, get that taken care of. What about you, Gimpy? Have you ever been cheated on? Not that I know. Well, yeah, one time, but it was already after the fact that after I already done something. So to answer your question, yes, I have. Uh, what is your favorite word to hear mispronounced? I like that. That's fun. Um. Oh, especially when people say especially. Okay. I don't know if I like to hear it mispronounced. It kind of grinds my gears. It's kind of like when I see someone write lose and they spell it loose mm-hmm. on social media. That one. Gimpy? Me. Where do you want me to start? I am the king of mispronouncing. But which one do you, what's your favorite <laughs> word to hear mispronounced? Oh, I'd have to say ambulance. I stole that one from Eminem. So I did hear it somewhere first. I didn't just make it up. Uh, irregardless. Yeah, that's not a word. It's not a word. Right. (laughs) Uh. Regardless. If every time you entered a room, you had entrance music, what would be the song or type of music? Lindsay. Uh, I Want to Dance with Somebody by Whitney Houston. Gimpy. All I do is win, win, win. No matter what. That's right. Throw your little hand up. I'm going to go with It's a Small World. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Please, no. Why? Why not? Why? Yeah. Uh, what is, uh, how did you propose, Gimpy, and when is the wedding? I uh, don't have a date set yet, and I proposed simply by pulling a ring out of my back pocket and saying, hey, while we work on ourselves and each other, would you mind being mine for the rest of my life? And she shook her head frantically and said yes. No words actually came out until she I... She never technically said right, yes. Right, <laughs> I did ask. I was like, so just make sure we're clear. That's a yes, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. You guys were doing your... You have a standing dinner lunch date. Yeah. And you did it during then. Yeah, yeah. At a very special place that we hold. For you guys, yeah. Yes. 
You gleamed over that part. I think that's an important part. It wasn't just like you were like, hey. <laughs> right. It wasn't like the first time when I drunkenly <laughs> threw my arm around her and said, Yana. Uh, <laughs> what would you say to scare someone you did not know? To scare someone I didn't know. Um, it's an interesting question. Uh, man. I don't know, maybe uh, hit him in the stomach and be like, you can see me? I don't know. I well, the question is, what would you say? Not, what would you assault someone to scare them? <laughs> I don't know there's what I would say to scare someone. Gimpy. Oh, my God, there's a spider on your shirt. Mm. And then they all frantically look around for a spider, freak out, and there's nothing there. You have a cute bedroom. Oh, that would be freaky. You look different from the bushes. <laughs> You're easier to see without all those branches. <laughs> mm. Are you my mother? Uh, oh, no. <laughs> Let's see. Working oil field as a floor hand, told her I was working over, actually went and bought an engagement ring, surprised her with someone else's junk oh surprise when she was having sex with someone else and he showed up unexpectedly to propose wow i mean i'm sure it didn't feel like you were being saved in that moment but you got saved absolutely thank god it happened before he proposed and she said yes and they were married how would you handle a new girlfriend that's still snapping guys while you're together like she's still sleeping around. Snap, snapping, Snapchat. Snapchat. Old oh, lady, come Snapchatting, on. Snapchatting, guys. the times, lady. Um, you just tell her you got an issue with it. If it's a deal breaker, then she shouldn't be your new girlfriend anymore. She should be your ex. Gimpy. Yeah, you just gotta let her know. Hey, this isn't cool, man. How would you like it if I was snapping other women? Hmm? You wouldn't like that at all, would you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you're in a pickle, dude. Quite the salad. Because uh, how do you tell someone something you don't like without it look like controlling? They're in a new relationship, and I there's that the new uh, dating trend called hardballing right. is where you tell the person that you're starting to see exactly what you expect out of the relationship. I don't understand. Say more. So, okay, hardballing. Oh, are you looking this it's, up? No, this is a this is a new thing apparently. What does that mean? Hardballing is when you approach dating in a no-nonsense way. You tell the person exactly what you expect Hold out on. of the relationship. How is this something? Front. How is this something? Like you heard it or you saw it in like uh, saw some notes it. online or something? Yes, online. Okay, so that yeah. doesn't mean it's a thing. A therapist in Chicago thinks the pandemic might have something to do with it because it's taught people that life is too short. They don't want to waste time. So you meet someone new and you say, this is what I expect. I want kids. I want marriage. I want, you know, mm-hmm. this, that, and the other thing. Or I'm not looking to have kids. I'm not ever looking to get married. Mm-hmm. So you can just tell the girl, look, I don't want to be with someone that's still Snapchatting other guys. Yeah. I think you're in a weird spot where you have to, you, you got to say that it bothers you without it look like you're controlling her and telling her she can't do it. Mm-hmm. Just be honest. It makes me jealous. It makes me uncomfortable. Ooh, don't say that. You look like a giant pussy. 
right? You look like a giant. It yeah. makes me jealous. Oh, it makes, makes you me look uncomfortable. Insecure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. How'd you meet her? Did you meet her through snapping? Mm-hmm. Right. It's like going to the strip club, meeting a girl, and becoming your girlfriend. And be like, I don't like that you strip. Yeah. Well, this is where we exactly. met. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, who is the sweetest old lady in America now that Betty White has passed? Ooh, that's a good one. Was she the sweetest old lady in America? Because I feel like Dolly Parton's owned that title for a while. Oh, show. Um, Betty White was sweet. Pretty sweet. But, but, but did Betty White fund a vaccine? Did Betty White start a library? Did Betty, Betty White, I mean, I'm just saying the list of accolades that Dolly Parton yeah. has done is unbelievable. I still, I, you know what though? I think it's the, who's the sweetest old lady? Like, I don't, I know that Dolly Parton is old, but referring to Dolly Parton as an old lady, a sweet old lady, isn't, that's not something I feel like I would ever Why? do. She's old. I, I know, but she's still she's like sweet. a, yeah, but she's still like a, 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 sex, a sexy icon still. How old do you think you she know? is? Ooh. Look it up again. Okay. I'm going to go. And net worth. I'm going to go Dolly Parton's 79. I'm going to go 86. How much do you think she's worth? Uh, 125 million. I'm going to go 86 and I'm going to go $520 million. All righty then, Dolly Parton coming in at a whopping 75 years old. Oh, wow. And she is worth $350 million. Yeah. She got a lot of money. Yes, yeah, she does. Do you pay attention to astrology? And do you agree with some of the descriptions specific to your zodiac sign? Lindsay? Yes. I don't, I don't really follow astrology, but... I do agree with some of the descriptions. As long as it correlates with what's going on in your life? Sure. <laughs> Gimpy? Uh, I do not follow it. Um, and I think that their descriptions are so broad and vague that it fits anybody's agenda. You're, you're, if you're going there looking for you, well, yes, I'm a nice person. Yes, I care for others and blah, blah, blah. Yes, I'm a hard worker. I'm a great leader. So, of course, it's going to cater to what your thoughts and visions are. So I don't buy too much into it, to be honest with you. Yeah, me neither. Mostly because the when they kind of came up with astrology and where calendars are and all that mm-hmm. has changed so much. So it doesn't really match up. Mm-hmm. So it's all kind of, if you, you like reading it, then good. But, you know, it's it's entertainment. Right, yeah. right. It's like horoscopes. You can only take it for so much. Well, that's isn't same thing. Yeah, it? yeah. Is it me or do kids like to make fun of us when we sing our faces off? My guilty pleasure song is Ashes by Celine Dion, and my daughter rips me apart when I sing it. Never heard that song, but uh, I think, I don't think you're alone. I think kids do like to make fun of their parents when they sing. Yeah. It has zero to do with the song or whatever. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, that's Mm -hmm. just what we do is we tease our parents. Because you're you're embarrassing your kid, right. yeah. regardless of how good you are. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm never going to have that problem of being good at it. So. <laughs> They'll just make fun of you for being horrible at they it. They got nothing to worry about. I am never <laughs> going to sing for them. Ever. Never ever. You don't do like lullabies or... Does your wife lullabies? sing them to sleep at all? Lullabies. Yeah. No, because it's not 1960. <laughs> we read stories. Mm-hmm. But I don't sing lullabies. Do you sing lullabies to your kids? Uh-huh. I used to. 
Um, now we read more stories at bedtime than anything, but there's been times still where they say, hey, will you sing us a song to go to sleep to? That must be happening house. That must only happen in households where people can sing. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I, I feel I can sing, but I never. No. Okay. Yeah, I, I've. Yeah, I've not. No. That, that would. The goal is for them to go to sleep peacefully mm-hmm. and not have nightmares. <laughs> yes. So we just read, and I do character voices. That's that's fun. Daddy, daddy, I had a, a dream that a sack of cats was drowning. <laughs> this woman was running for her life. The man was chasing her with a hatchet. <laughs> you sound like an angel falling from the sky, plummeting towards the earth. Uh, why not announce Cypress Hill at Slipknot? That's a bigger deal than in this moment. Bitch, I don't know, because I just read the card. I Ron Burgundy did. <laughs> Calm down. Just because you like Cypress Hill, there are a lot of people that like in this moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, is it the full Cypress Hill gang? Ooh. Good question. That's a good question. Not that it matters, but just saying. <laughs> Guys didn't even know Cypress Hill. <laughs> Cypress who? Calm down, JJ. Would you want to permanently feel zero physical pain if given the chance? Lindsay. Uh, no. Would you want to permanently? I don't think, no. I still like to feel the pain when I'm in it because what if I break something and I don't feel it that I'm like walking on a broken leg and I'm only causing more damage? So I need to know when I need help. Gimby. No, pain lets you know that you're still alive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not turning that off. You, you got to know where limits are. Mm-hmm. Yes. If you don't know where limits are, you just are reckless. Right. Exactly. Next thing you know, you're jumping off a five-story building just because, well, I'm not going to feel anything. Uh, let's see. When it comes to spicy food, who, who out of the three of you is most prone to go for the spicy food? And what is the spiciest hot sauce you've ever had? Personally, I love Frank's Red Red Hot Sauce, original, and I will drink that straight from the bottle. Lindsay. Wow. Um, I'm not really a big uh, hot sauce fan, so I'm not sure what the hottest I've ever had is. Uh, I'm sure it was more of like a, a salsa that I've had. I, I don't mind a spicy hot salsa, um, but a hot sauce, I'm not big into it. When I eat Atlanta Thai, they have a hot scale from one to five, and I never go past a three, if that helps, on my spice level. So, okay, who out of the three of us is more prone to go for the spicy food? I I feel it's gonna be a tie betwixt Corbin and myself. Um, I would probably, it'd probably be me more so, Van Ham. I think we're really neck and neck on that sort of thing. Uh, So far as the, the hottest hot sauce that's ever entered my mouth, there's uh we have we we still have a bottle here of uh Carolina Reaper hot sauce Ooh. that will light you up. Just one teeny little fingertip is all you need. You just donezo. That's probably the hottest. I'm ever. probably gonna let say Gimpy would probably be more apt to pick it. I like spicy stuff, but um I just like to know it's there. I don't need to be sweating. Mm-hmm. Right. Um and I don't consider Frank's or Cholo or Tapito or any of those hot sauces. I think that's an insult to the actual hot sauces. Mm-hmm. That hot sauce place in Owasso that sells it, I don't sell hot sauces. I don't think they sell Frank's. 
You know what I mean? Like, I, yes, is it a hot sauce? Yes. Is Louisiana hot sauce a hot sauce? Yes. But when you talk about people that love hot sauce, mm-hmm. I don't think that's what they're talking Frank's about. Frank's isn't on their radar, no. No, they're talking about, you know, something called Dante's Inferno. <laughs> yeah. Or see this twice. <laughs> yeah. Or it changes color the second time. Ew. Nobody is thinking of Frank's, but I, I could be wrong on that. Mary Bain Kill, Steve Carell, Adam Sandler, or Jack Black? <laughs> Lindsay. Okay, so I would I would bang Steve Carell. I would marry Adam Sandler because I think um, he's hilarious, and I think also he probably has the most money out of the three. And I would kill Jack Black just because I really only liked one movie that he was in, and that was um, one I can't even Tropic Thunder. Thought he was okay in that. But yeah, I'd, I'd kill Jack Black, marry Adam, and bang Steve. Gimpy. Jack Black's definitely dead. We do not have to worry about that. <laughs> yeah, anymore Jesus. at yeah. all. Whatsoever. Oh, uh, I'm going to have gay sex with Adam Sandler just so I can get him to do Merman. <laughs> I ain't hating that. <laughs> and that leaves me marrying Steve Carell. Steve Carell's a funny guy. He seems like he's got his head on straight. You know, he's not a mess. You don't see him in the tabloids. You know, Steve Carell gone to rehab again or anything like that. So I think he'd be the best domestic partner. Yeah, I'm definitely killing Jack Black. I do not like him. I don't like him as an actor. Um, I... I like the idea of getting merman action. <laughs> and uh, I'll go ahead and marry Steve Carell. I mean, I'm going to get to go to bed at a decent hour because he ain't going to be That's there. That's true. <laughs> right. Oh, no, I'm thinking of Colbert. Okay. Yeah. Carell. Uh, I, don't have a, I don't have an opinion on Steve Carell. He's just kind of vanilla. Meh. meh. I mean, he was fantastic in The Office. And stuff he's in, he's always good at. Mm-hmm. But Steve Carell, I literally, yeah, I don't have a negative thing to say about him. That's marriage material right there, man. I'm saying, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Jack Black and Adam Sandler, I could pick those apart all day. Oh, for real. Both of them are on, on another level. I think Jack Black is on a whole different level than Adam Sandler, but Adam Sandler, at least back in his, his early 20s or whatever, was, whew, he's out there. Yeah, I can't think of a negative thing to say about Steve Carell. In terms of a character he plays or the types of character yeah. he plays, he bounces around a lot. His character on like that TV show, The Morning Show, mm-hmm. he plays a uh, predator, a sexual predator. Oh. It's f- he's fantastic in it. It's just an act. Right. No. <laughs> it's just acting. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, obviously The Office. Mm-hmm. Noah, what that movie, what's that movie where he plays, he builds the ark for Noah? Right, Noah. Is it called Noah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that movie's fine. I don't think it's great, but he's great in it. Mm-hmm. What's the one with Ryan Reynolds where he gets divorced and he has to learn how to yeah, that, be single? That, one. that one's pretty good. I was wrong before they start texting. It was Evan Almighty. My bad. Evan Almighty. Right. <laughs> I don't need the Steve Carell fan club coming at me. I thought Evan Almighty. What was Okay, then what's the one with Jim Carrey where he talks to God? That Bruce, was Bruce Almighty. Bruce Almighty. <laughs> and, and then Evan, Evan Almighty. Almighty. Damn it, Almighty! Right. Yes. <laughs> All right, we got to take a break, and we'll be back. 
Tulsa's morning show. The Big Man Morning Show. The assault continues next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. So I was just reading this story about this director. By the way, if you hadn't heard, we announced our countdown to 50 as KMOD presents Knotfest Roadshow 2022 starring Slipknot Wednesday, March 23rd at the BOK Center. Tickets on sale this Friday. In this moment, Ginger will be with them. Not Cypress Hill, <laughs> apparently. So uh, anyway, we announced that. Uh, show that's who Slut Puppy won tickets to earlier. I believe we'll have more the rest of this week. Rock and roll! So I was announcing, uh, we were talking about uh, the guy who lost weight and him having sex yeah. or wanting to cheat on his wife. Yeah, get a piece and of I, that cake. Yeah. Uh, and so I was reading this article about the director of Buffy. Remember the TV show Buffy? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, the vampire slayer. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he apparently is being accused of assault and some things on set and being really abusive. Towards people. And he says, if I am upsetting somebody, it will be pro- a problem for me, which is kind of a weird thing to say, yeah. right? Uh, of course, it would be a problem, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Um, but he says that he, okay, he was accused of grabbing somebody's arm as they were trying to walk away from him. And he says that, I don't believe that. I know I would get angry, but I was never physical with people. I don't think grabbing somebody's arm as they're walking away isn't necessarily a bad thing. I mean, if you guys are having a heated discussion, you know, it's like, hey, hey, come back here. I'm talking to you. Right. I mean, we do it to the kids. Yeah, don't be disrespectful. Mm -hmm. Finish this conversation. Yeah, that seems bizarre to do that, uh-huh. though. Mm. If that happened to me here, I'd be done. I'd walk. Would you? Yeah. Don't put your hands on me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't pay me a salary so you can put your hands on me. We're not like that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, this goes on further, because then it was acu- he was accused of making out with an actress Ooh. at the office. And he says, these are his words, that seems false. I don't understand that story even a little bit. And then he asked to be excused to go to the bathroom. And when he came back, he says says that it didn't make sense because he lived in terror of his affairs being found out. Now, apparently, his ex-wife accused him of having multiple affairs with the female actresses back in 2017. And he says, I feel terrible about them. And here's where it gets interesting. He says that the fairs mess up the power dynamic, and he defended his decision to have them at a time, noting that he felt he had to sleep with beautiful young women he was surrounded by and was powerless to resist. Wow. (laughs) But he wouldn't make out with one of the actresses at the office because he wouldn't want to get caught. He wouldn't be so silly 
to do something like that in a public place because he knows he would get caught. Right. Or grab somebody's arm. Now, right. They're chalking it up to this is a guy who probably wasn't very popular or whatever, and now he's got all this power, and he doesn't know what to do with it. Kind of like somebody who doesn't, you know, isn't skinny, and then all of a sudden is skinny. Uh Doesn't know what to do with all the sexuality, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. Well, if that's true, then he definitely grabbed somebody's arm. Mm. If he had all this power, right, Mm -hmm. the odds of him being also aggressive. It's very possible. Yeah, it's like. Power hungry. Yeah, Absolutely. You, you're the man in charge on this set. You're just a lowly actor. You listen to me, goddammit. The reporter apparently laughed when he made the comment that he was powerless, and he replied with, I'm not joking. Hmm. Um, the reporter said that he had been surrounded by beautiful young women, the sort of women who had ignored him when he was younger, and he feared if he didn't have sex with them, he would always regret it. <laughs> but looking back, he feels shame and horror. Well, of course. That's what you got to say. Yeah. <laughs> you have to say that to schmooze it over. Uh, one of the accusations, the actor, his name is Joss uh, Whedon, abused his power on numerous occasions while working on the sets of Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel. While he found his misconduct amusing, it only served to intensify my performance anxiety, disempower me, and alienate me from my peers. The disturbing incidents triggered a chronic physical condition from which I still suffer. It is with a beating heavy heart that I feel, uh, heart that I say I coped in isolation at times destructively. So there's someone who's accused him, mm-hmm. saying that because of that, which totally makes sense, He everybody knew what happened. Uh-huh. Right. This person felt shamed. Sure. Developed a mental disorder. And medicated or numbed the pain in some capacity Mm -hmm. and paid for it for a while. It sounds like still paying for it. Mm -hmm. Or is this person in need of money and fame and is coming out now saying this, you know, like it wasn't something that she wanted to be a part of? Well, that's possible, too. It's possible that... uh... She didn't want any part of it, or she's just trying to get a payday because she's yeah. not a very well-known actress. I, I don't know. It's not saying who this person is, though, so we don't know. So you're undermining a potential victim's situation as a money grab? No, but what I am saying is that there are some shady people out there that would That's do true. that. Yeah. That's true. I'm not saying that she's you know full of ass and she's just making it all up trying to get... Maybe she did. Who knows? But there are people in this world that would do that. And I don't know who this person is, so I, you know, you can just go off of it. The actress is Charisma Carpenter, who played Cordelia Chase. I'm sorry, I, I, I'm not well prepared for this segment, as I have no idea who that actor no. or that character is on the show, as I've never uh, seen an episode of either one. No, nor have I. Like, I just don't she like... looks familiar. I don't like the sound of, hey, she's it's a money grab. Because all that does is make people not want to come forward because people may think right. that about them. Right. And I think you got to have an environment where people are comfortable coming forward if they've been wronged. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Is he denying oh, the situations yeah. with her? Yeah, he's saying he couldn't help himself. He felt powerless, Lindsay. 
It's the power of the P, man. A man so successful. (laughs) Incapable of saying no. (laughs) Yeah, this chick is a TV actress. She's been on a lot of, like, TV shows. Um, Lucifer, that was on Fox for a while. Chicago PD. 911. A lot of different, but nothing, like, major, major. Like movies or anything. How would we gauge whether she's she's successful or not? Well, I mean, you look at her and you're like, oh, I know her from you know her right away. I don't know the name. One show, right? To me, it's one show, mm-hmm. right? Like Hugh Lowry, right? We know who Hugh Laurie is. Yeah, Laurie, yeah, from House. House, exactly. Mm-hmm. Don't watch an interview with him. You're like, who's this guy? Right, total different accent. He's like, oh, I'm very, <laughs> I just a <I'm> very guy. <laughs> you're like, that's not House. It's not him. But yeah, but he's done a ton of he's done a ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. He was in Friends. He was on Friends, if I remember correctly. Really, he really? Yeah, he's done a ton of stuff, dude. Mm. But I think if you have one, you're on one successful show, mm-hmm. you've made it. Yeah, in a sense. Like, all right, let's take the uh, ugly naked guy from Friends. Mm-hmm. He was on a successful show, but did he make it? No, I think you're bringing up an interesting counterpoint mm-hmm. because. He, but if he was shooting to be that person, right? Then no. Mm. But if he just lucked into it, then yes. Okay. He had his fifteen minutes. Yeah, that was more yeah. than he ever expected. Right. Right. Because you go, you. I want to be an actor. You go. Oh, I want to be an actor. Dot dot dot. Mm-hmm. And act for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Well, those are two completely different things. It's like people that want to have a band, right? They're like, I just want to get signed. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not what you really mean. You want to get signed and have a successful album and become fame, worldly famous. Right. And not have to do as much work. The thing is, though, you still have to put in the work. (laughs) Dude, my kid was watching Ryan's World this weekend, Mm -hmm. and I I cannot stand this show. (laughs) And Ryan wasn't on it. Ryan's mom wasn't on it. It was like two people I'd never seen before. (laughs) I I I I had my kid pause, and I'm like, who's that? Oh, that's so-and-so. And I was like, where's Ryan? Oh, he's not on this episode. It's called Ryan's World, though. Yeah. Right, right. It where's is- his mom? She's not on this episode. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I, it hit me right then that this is a show, for those who don't know about a kid, it all started with him opening up toys, and it grew into, like, a ball of stuff. It ha- there was a Disney show at one point called Ryan's Mystery Playdate. Mm-hmm. But that, oh, that's the only exception. Everything else, the production value has never changed. That show is the only one that had a high production value because it was shot on a lot with a crew. Mm -hmm. And this is not that. It's so willy-nilly. Yeah, it's like a camera phone. Yeah, like an iPhone, yeah. yeah. It's so willy-nilly. It's it's bizarre. Mm. The audio over-modulated is just not done well. But it's a job, and they got to put out content. And so it, they're going to do what they Well, it, when you, people are always like, oh, do something you love. You never work a day in your life. Except when you do something you love, suddenly it's work. It turns into yeah. a job. Mm-hmm. It, when the pleasure is forced, it ain't pleasure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's fascinating nerd stuff. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back. More of the Big Man Morning Show is next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show. 
918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Find out what everybody learned. We'll start with Lindsay. Lindsay, what'd you learn today? I learned that 100 pounds overweight is the new a little chubby and moms need help. And sometimes the best help is red and tastes like cranberries and vodka. Gimpy, what'd you learn today? Ah, yes. Uh, I learned you don't have to love your kids. I mean, you should, but you don't have to. There's no law that says you have to love your kids. And that Corbin wants to go to a sex club just to watch. (laughs) (laughs) You dirty. (laughs) You know. I learned, no, 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 don't unplug that. (laughs) Oops. Uh, And I also learned, why go through life expecting that you turn something on and it should work? Hmm. It's Corbin saying, make sure that dishwasher is loaded right. It's Lindsay. Stop tracking my cycle. This is Gimpy, and I'm sorry. Far too kind. Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. password. Corbin. New messages. The Big Bad Morning Show, I'd like to take a minute to thank troops from Oklahoma and all over the United States. These soldiers have sacrificed to give the Big Mad Morning Show the freedom to act like the total douchebags that they are. Total douchebag. Total douchebag. Total Total and complete douchebag. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. God bless. Rock and roll! It's over! Bicycle Tulsa. God bless Tulsa. We try for Big Snoop Dogg. Oh boy. Pass me my moonshine, nephew. Okay, what do we got, Gimpy? Uh, this is a band that I found on the TikTok, and the, the name of the band is Anchored, and uh, the name of the song is Throw It Down. And I was like, all right, it's got Snoop Dogg in it. Let's yeah. check this out. Now, granted, Snoop Dogg, his little, you know, line isn't towards the, until towards the end of the song or whatever, but it kind of like, all right, all right, I like the band. Minus the Snoop Dogg part or whatever, I like their sound. They got that real kind of, you know, kind of a country, kind gritty, of a yeah, rock, yeah. real gritty kind of sound. And then you throw Snoop Dogg in there, who we talked about this last week or week before last, like, that motherfucker says no to nothing. Right. And, you know, like, I, I played one before. It was a country tune with, like, Everlast and Snoop Dogg. I thought that was kind of interesting how he branched out and did that. And then he's on this 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 rock track or whatever. I'm like, the dude fucking makes it work. Yeah. The dude makes it work. So good, good for him. I... So that song's from 2012. Okay. I didn't realize it was so So old. nearly a decade. Wow. wow. They may not even be a band anymore. Yeah, right? True. But you could, you can solicit any musician to do a guest track. Yes. Okay. You just got to have the money to pay them for it. Well, whatever their fee is or mm-hmm. favor or whatever. Mm-hmm. Know how to contact them, right. of course. Right. So they could have the same manager. That makes sense. Be on the same label. Mm-hmm. Go to school with their kid. You know what I mean? Like there could Whatever. be a thousand different yeah. connections. Yeah. Where and then they just send him the thing. He steps into a studio, records it. 
Boom. They send it back, and then suddenly it. it sounds like they sat down with marker to paper. <laughs> that's what it sounds put like. A, yeah, that's, exactly that's what we think of when we think of collaborations. Yeah, yeah. I never really thought about the other side of it. It's like yeah, it's a business me. transaction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder how much he made off of that. You know, that's I mean, that's a good thing. I mean, because you know, we don't know what his fee is. I bet it's ten do, grand. You think so? And a bag of weed, maybe. Oh, that <laughs> motherfucker ain't doing it for a bag of weed. He's got his own. But I could see the ten. I could see ten grand for him Easy. to do two minutes of work, five That's minutes it. of work. That's it. You just got to maybe. Go down f- and, maybe let's just say fifty. Mm-hmm. Fifty minutes. Fifty thousand dollars. Fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. Easy money for him. You know, go in. All right, cool. Listen to the track. Da 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 da. da. All right, bet this is what I'm gonna do, and then spits it and is done. Collect your check and have a nice day. Right. There could just be autonomy too, right? Where mm-hmm. he's like, listen, it's fifty grand. I can say whatever I want. Right. And then does he get paid anything extra as, as the albums get sold? As a songwriter, as a yeah. songwriter, yeah. As a singer, yeah. Yeah, he gets some kind of portion of residual on that. Hell and yeah. only puts his brand out there. That's it. It's not like he's putting it on a Celine Dion track, <laughs> which would be awesome. Yeah. Which, or by is the it way, just fifty grand one time? Like, can they negotiate that when you get on someone's album? I think it has to do with like residuals and things like uh-huh. that. If you're a performer on an, I think everybody gets okay. a cut to some degree. Okay. It ain't he ain't getting rich off of it. No, but you do enough of them, mm-hmm. right? It's just some extra cash in his pocket. Yeah, you know, to go right along with his lineup hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> right, Snoop Dogg dogs. You know they're gonna do this halftime show with him and M and yeah. and Dre and some other Kendrick people. Lamar, yeah. I gotta be honest. I have low expectations. Yeah, because you've got a bunch of gangster rappers who say shit, fuck every other word, and don't forget the N word. I don't think that's going to be a it's, problem for them. Go- I mean, they've got they've got censors, I, I, and they'll use them for sure. I I but I do. I'm not expecting a lot, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I'm looking forward to it. Okay. Just because I mean, like Chronic, I love that album. I know, but there's a point when 50-year-olds are singing about being sure. gangster that just feels silly. <laughs> well, I fucking watched uh, Are We There Yet yesterday. I didn't watch it. It was on in the background as I was, you know, doing dinner and cleaning the kitchen or whatnot. And I just like, this motherfucker here, Ice Cube, used to be hardcore gangster. Don't fuck with that man. Right. Man. Yeah. Feared. Uh, allegedly. Allegedly. Feared. At least that's the image that he put out yeah. in, the, in the 90s. And now it's like you're fucking doing kids movies. Uh-huh. Man, but- it's not like Ice-T, right? Like mm-hmm. Ice-T, like he's still that guy. Right. He, I've seen him annihilate people. Mm-hmm. Yes. I've yeah. seen him annihilate people on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And, like, even be like, if you're feeling, let's go. <laughs> and you don't see Ice Cube doing much of that. No, no. No. But also Ice-T isn't doing kids' movies. You know, he's still sticking with kind of a, a hardcore badass kind of role as a, as a cop. I think that's who sure. he is. He, I think he's, you know, he's uh, Christopher Walken. Like, he's got one thing. <laughs> uh-huh. That's it. Yeah. Well, he's he got did, one thing. He did do the uh, the commercials. Yes. Lemonade. Uh-huh. But he's still iced tea. <laughs> he's still a right. fucking gangster. Yeah. yeah, he's like, hey, lemonade. Right? Like, he's still the right. same got body count. He's right, the same right, dude. Right, right, right. Not iced tea. Not, or ice cube. Right. Too many ices. Get you your ices right. <laughs> yeah. Not vanilla. Right. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I saw the promo for that watching football. I was like, I don't know. Mm. I don't know, man. It's not like Bruce Springsteen. Right. Who you see out tearing it up at that age, or Mick Jagger right. tearing it up at that right. age. Right. This is 56-year-old Dre and mm-hmm. 50-something M and Snoop. I was just about to ask how old 
Eminem was. Cause he's, I think 50, he, he's 49. 49. Okay. And Dre is 56. And that ain't old. I'm not saying it is. Right. But it ain't. If you ever saw a Dre show before, mm-hmm. it wasn't a lot either. Right. Right. It was already him not moving around a lot. Right. It's like Ozzy up there with his bucket of water. <laughs> right. <laughs> Ozzy moved around at least. Right. He covered water just so you weren't seeing that he pissed himself. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure there'll be a lot of glitz. And, you know, they always hype those shows as like, this is happening and this. And, mm-hmm. and then it's like one song. Right. Uh-huh. Like the only one you recognize. Yeah. And you're like, ah, okay. Well, I guess that counted as a performance. Kendrick Lamar will probably do the bulk of them because he's do, the youngest out of all of them. And can jump yeah. around and yeah. run and yeah. run, go from stage to stage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I feel like there were some other choices. And listen, I, this isn't my thing, but like BTS would have been a good choice. They're oh. huge. They are massive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You may not things. like them. You know one of their songs. Oh, yeah. More than likely, if I heard it, I'd be Ooh, like, that's oh, fun. I'd be like, all right, I've, I've heard this song before. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. I'm out on that one. I don't know why that's a Christmas fucking version of it. <laughs> that is weird. That was weird, right? They're uh-huh. the uh, Korean boy band, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. That was a weird version of it. It was. Smooth like butter, like criminal undercover. I don't like it with the jingle bells in the back. Like you don't like this at all. I mean, anyway. <laughs> English is fucking good. Right? <laughs> when I, they sing. Right. I mean, I don't know. I haven't watched any interviews with them, so. Not a, not a big BTS fan, but I know that the girls love them. Love, love, love them. I mean, there's. I think their songs are incredibly catchy. Mm-hmm. They may be yeah. the most catchy band, boy band, boy band in <laughs> since since in sync, probably. I, yeah, maybe new kids, dude. Like really, their songs are so catchy. Okay, I mean, are they good? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But their so whoever's writing their songs, mm-hmm. their songs are fucking catchy, dude. But they're I- almost all one titles: Butter, Dynamite, DNA, uh, Idol, On, Ugly. Come on, man. Those are simple. That makes sense. They ain't no fucking rocket science here. <laughs> Yet they're selling out stadiums. Dude. Stadiums. I bet, yeah, they're, they're, they're... I bet their worth is like a billion dollars. You think so? Yeah. I'm looking. I'm looking. Okay. I was going to say, how does that... Because they got that international money, too. Do you have to take the exchange rate into consideration there? <laughs> okay. According to Wealth Record, BTS's net worth in 2021 was $100 million. Good fucking God. In 2021. And they've only been around for a couple years. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Well, they fucking But I mean, they're they a boy band, though. I mean, boy bands come and go. They're mm-hmm. popular for a while. Then they split up. And then, I mean, like, look at new kids now. Like, they're they're touring again. They <laughs> never had that worth. Yeah. They never had that worth. That The guy did. That, was, that had them. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes, their manager. Yeah. Uh-huh. But this is just, that thing's crazy. Who do you think the most popular one out of New Kids is? Uh, okay. Uh, most popular member. Hold because, on, we got to be able to name them. Right. So, Joey. Uh-huh. Mcintyre. Joey, Donnie. Johnny Wahlberg. Wahlberg, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Donnie's the most famous. That's what I was thinking. Who else is left? Well, and then you have Jordan Knight, John Mm -hmm. Knight. They're the brothers. Mm -hmm. And then you have Danny Wood. 
Yeah, it's, it's way definitely too easy for me to name yeah, all those. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely Donnie Wahlberg. Probably has to now. Be the you're most. talking about now. Now, absolutely, so Donnie Wahlberg. Donnie has done way more. He's he's on Blue Bloods. Yeah, um, which has been. I know more been than that for a while. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's that's been on for at least five years. Married to Jenny McCarthy. Married to Jenny McCarthy. Yes, and then he had the Wall Wahlburgers show yep. with his brother. I think that show's still on. I, I believe it is. Is it? I, I thought after Mama died, they kind of they kind of canceled that he one. He and Jenny, after they got married, started um, their own reality show as a married. What's couple. that on? I believe it was on. It was like A and E or something. I think like so. That. I think it was A and E. It was either A and E or TLC. Yeah. Um, Donnie Wahlberg. What do you think Donnie Wahlberg's net worth is? <laughs> I'd be shooting high if I said it was a hundred millions. I'll go with eighty million. I'm gonna go with fifty-five million. I'm probably way up. Twenty-five. Twenty-five oh. million. Okay. Mostly acting. I, mean, I don't yeah. think he wrote any of those songs. No, I, I think it was. I think Jordan and Joey were the writers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wahlberger's last episode was July thirty first of twenty nineteen. So that okay. show hadn't been on okay. for a while. Joey McIntyre. What do you think his net worth is? <laughs> I'll say seventeen million. Because he hadn't done shit since. Maybe a reality TV show came out. Yeah. Um, what came out? He got. Isn't he gay? No, he's not gay. He's married. He's got kids. It's John. Gay Knight guys can get married gay. and have kids too. I'm sure, but John. Well, not, not sure is they the one. can. Yes. <laughs> sure, those but guys. But he's married to a woman and has children with a woman. You can be gay married to a woman. Oh, right. Of course. They call that a beard. But it was okay, John. My, my mistake. I fumbled that completely. I think that. Uh, what are we talking about here? Joey McIntyre? Yes. Okay. Ah, I say 17 million. I'm going to say seven and a half. 25. 25. Oh. So they all got about the same new kids' money then, if you think about it. Maybe. I, I yeah. don't know. Because they did go on tour for a little while. How much is one of the- Oh, he not- started acting like theater acting. Okay. Oh. Okay, so mine is Justin Timberlake, who was another in sinker. See how much he's worth. J.C. Chazé. Yeah, there you go. Wasn't Lance Bass one yes, of those? Yes, Lance Bass is probably- okay. He's probably got the most next to I Justin Timberlake. Can't ever figure out which one's which between the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. They all run together. J.C. Chazé's net worth is $20 million. Okay. <laughs> Who's the <laughs> richest member of NSYNC? Fucking oh, Justin, Justin Timberlake. Timberlake. Of course. The guy's had his hands in so many different things and one's movies and the solo career. This is Chris Kirkpatrick. Who? No There's no way, way that's right. Who? No way. Unless Chris Kirkpatrick bought all the rights to all their music or whatever, I, there's uh, no way. That's possible. I, it said, who's the richest? And I, we're just going Google answers. Uh-huh. Right, of course. Who's the richest member of NSYNC? You click it, it says Chris Kirkpatrick. That fucking lies, man. Hmm. Fucking lies. Got boy JT it, on that list. Yeah. Damn it. Unless they're going by maybe the fact that they're not a band anymore. Or they're going by with what they got on the when they were a part of the band. Okay. Yes. That would make sense. They're Which, di- he wasn't even like the face. You know what I mean? Like, no. Timberlake was. Yeah. This old brillo head. He was the most popular. Ooh, that's... F- I don't think he was. You don't think Justin Timberlake was the most popular? Because they well, then, had the thing with the fucking... Uh, with the Britney Spears. And he yeah. Was, and then he they had Joey Fatone, who went on to do a movie. He was in My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Sure. Never seen that movie. And then he hosts... He was a voice for 
one of the game shows, uh, I want to say like Family Feud, and then he's went on to the Game Show Network, <laughs> yeah, where he's host of a game show yeah. there. He does pretty good. Yeah, he's not. He he's does not horrible. Okay for himself. I mean, easily now you say Justin Timberlake easily, mm-hmm. but Lance Bass, mm-hmm. right? He was huge. Yeah, he's got a lot going on for himself. And when they show their pictures of like, like them, you know, he wasn't in the middle until. Near the end. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you put like the way they put their publicity photos Fucking out there. A. <laughs> Dude, I'm not. The yes. hierarchy of the group. Absolutely. Okay. You you do not put Mick Jagger to the side or in the back. No. Get out of my fucking head, man. Because I was about to say the same right? thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You don't. Mick Jagger is the face of the Rolling Stones. You've absolutely. seen the movie Almost Famous, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're always mad because what's his name is fucking in the front. He's like, you're not even the lead singer. That makes sense. Right. He's the most recognized person in the band. That makes sense. Never thought about that. Yeah. Hmm. I think it was JC for the longest time. Chris Kirkpatrick was fucking lucky. <laughs> he, was. he was. He was fucking You're right. lucky. You're absolutely right. Because no one was ever talking about him or wanting to, or crushing on him. Joey, Chris looks like a friend, like your friend's brother who you have to take with you. Everybody else looked <laughs> like they were they belonged. Joey always looked like the fun guy. Yes. Okay. That's why I liked him. He always seemed like the fun one. Oh, was that why? Yes. Mm-hmm. I found him the most attractive in my in sync loving days. So in sync, Backstreet were after my age, right? Uh-huh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kids on the new kids was the thing. Oh, they were. Oh my, my God. First concert. Girls would go fucking crazy yes. in yeah, eighth grade. Oh yeah. Yeah, they did. Is there any other boy bands? Because you would say that they probably started the boy band craze. Oh mm-hmm. no, no no no. You don't think so? No. I the, the monkeys were the first boy band. Oh. They were founded by a gr- people to make yeah. a band. Yeah, but okay. So when you start seeing them as a boy band, right? Because yeah, technically the Monkees, the Beatles were a boy band, no, right? No, no, but they no. weren't considered no, boy bands. No, the band. Beatles were not a boy band. Were they all boys in a band? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But they were not put together by a record label. Okay. The Monkees were. Okay. So and to me, that's what a boy band is. Okay, I yeah, get what you're saying. That now. movie, that thing you do, wasn't that solely like? Isn't that the loosely- Young Leaders? Yes. Loosely what? Based on the monkeys? No. Oh. No. Okay. They were a band. Again, the monkeys weren't a band. They mm-hmm. were pick, picked right. and put together. The movie, The Wonders, they were already a band. I see. Okay. The Osmonds, Jackson 5, I don't know if I buy that. Right, because I don't think they were they were manufactured like out of a studio, a record studio. No, their dad was like, you're going to sing together, damn it, and Your you're going to make me got voices. Yeah. Get in there and sing, I'll whoop your ass. Yeah, I, don't even, I don't think they even cared. They just wanted Michael singing. Mm-hmm. Uh, one Direction, sure. In Sync, Hanson, of course. Oh yeah. But yeah I one count Direction Han- I was ca- formed by Simon Cowell. I wouldn't count Hanson. Right, because they weren't formed by a record label. They just a couple of dudes that you know had a hit song. That'd be fun to talk to the Taylor Jonas about that. Brothers. Like how they got. They together. were already a band. They yeah. were brothers. They're mm-hmm. like Hanson. Mm-hmm. I w- yeah, I wouldn't count that. Uh, I'm looking up uh, bands. The boy bands. Five. Never heard Dejure. of that. They didn't last. Mm. Menudo. Menudo. Menudo they... does not count. It does, but it doesn't because Menudo's a band all the time. They just re- revolve kids out of it. Okay. <laughs> so, Sounds like human trafficking. It fucking yeah, is. No like kidding. That. It fucking is, man. <laughs> it absolutely is. <laughs> but hey, without that, we wouldn't have Ricky Martin. Hey-hey. Yeah. That's true. Uh, what about, who is, who is the other band, the group from... Yeah, they're not, I wouldn't say a boy band. I would say they were more of a group out of Boston. 
Uh, Dropkick Murphys. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> they were they performed. They kind of went against New Kids on the Block at the same time. R and B group. I don't know. I'm uh, going to name the top uh, ten here from Rolling Stone. There's LFO. <laughs> yes. Okay. Summer Girls. Again, I don't. Were they put together by a record label? I don't know. Mm-hmm. That song, Summer Girls, massive song, oh, still yeah. to this day. Handsome Mbop number nine, New Kids number eight. Wow. wow. I'm sorry. These are songs. Best boy band songs. Oh, okay. Uh, Aventura, Obsession. Yes. Dude, I got so many fucking requests from one couple at the Swingers Club that just fucking had to hear that Hold song. Hold on. I, I Never got it. I heard of it. Yeah, no, oh, I, I got yeah, it. Uh, I, I got it. put a bullet in my head. I hope please. this is one of those things, you know Lindsay. No. Oh. I hope this is one of those things, Lindsay, that we hear. They're like, oh, oh yeah. okay. Uh-huh. Like I don't know this <laughs> it was this and Elvis Crespo, Suavemente. I don't know this song. Yeah, you're not missing out on much. Clearly, One Direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, the song was What Makes You Beautiful, BTS Moon, number five, number four, Backstreet Boys, I Want It That Way. I totally buy that. Mm-hmm. Number three, New Edition and Candy Girl. Oh, no, that was the, that was the group I was thinking New of. New Edition. <laughs> yes. New Edition was way before Backstreet Boys. Not Backstreet. New Kids on the Block. Way uh, they before. Were after. No, they, no were... they were after New Kids, man. Because New Edition was '96 when they got you know '95, '96 when they got real popular, and fucking New Kids '80s, dude, mid '80s, all day, every day. Uh, Candy Girl, 1982. Exactly. What? What? Yeah. They were 80s. And New Kids on the Block, 84. Okay. So they were all doing music around the same time. New mm, Edition no, no, formed no, in no, the 80s. No. New Edition was before. Mm-hmm. They weren't in response to or anything like no. that. It was way after. So if anything, New Kids was if, in response that, to. They yes. would be the white guy's New Edition. New Edition came first in 1978. Motherfucker. They were number, formed. Number two, Sync. Bye, bye, bye. Mm-hmm. And number one, the Jackson Five, I want you back. I, I just song. refuse to accept that the Jackson Five was a boy, boy band. band. Are yeah. they all boys in a band? Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. But it's not like that. No. That's a I, fun sometimes debate. I hate when they call it a a boy band because, like, In Sync and Back, none of them played instruments. No. Uh, I, I don't know. Group. Mm-hmm. Justin Timberlake feels pretty group. musically talented. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Lance but Bass he, knows but how to play when the they flute. were in sync, you never saw him playing any instruments. I mean, not on stage, but that doesn't mean they didn't in the studio. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Everybody thought the um, the Beastie Boys. There's a boy band. It yeah, says right. boys in their name. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, and they played instruments, but no one knew because mm-hmm. they were a punk band before they were ever a rap group. Yeah. So, I don't. It's a fun debate. It's one of my favorite debates on boy bands. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because what makes it a boy band? Right. To me, it was always just a bunch of dudes in a band doing, like, pop music. That's what I've always thought of a boy band was. I never thought the Monkees because they were rock. But it makes sense. They were artificially manufactured yes. in a studio. They weren't a group of people that loved to play together. Right, right. Or that's how they started it, right. at least. They're like, we got an idea for a yeah. TV show. Yeah. And you actors are going to play these parts. Dude. And then lo and behold, shit, people like them. You want to yeah. go down the rabbit hole, go down the rabbit hole of um, the Backstreet Boys and how 
is it Backstreet Boys or NSYNC? One of those two, and how they put them together, mm-hmm. and who wanted who, and how they, like, at some point, it was like, JC got involved, was like, nah, I don't want him, or they knew a guy. <laughs> yeah. Like a boy band draft? Oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the methodical thought behind it. Okay. And I guess it makes fascinating. sense. fascinating. It yes. makes sense, because you, it's a business, and it's your business. You want them to sound good. You want them to be successful. So, okay, I get it. Like, that guy's voice sounds like a sack of drowning cats. Now, this one over here, not so yeah. bad. Okay. And what about girl bands? When They never talk about girl bands. No. Never. No. Like Pussycat Dolls? Would you consider the, them to be like a girl band? Like a boy band manufactured okay. in a studio? I would call that an asterisk. Okay. Not like the Spice Girls. Okay. Because the Pussycat Dolls were a Las Vegas burlesque show. Okay. Actually, they were an L.A. burlesque burlesque, burlesque show mm-hmm. that did covers. Right. And then they got big. And they started, you know, because they were a yeah. lot of Von Dutch, and then they went yeah, ahead they and went and, and then they made them and gave them an album, or they, yeah, yeah, because they recruited singers, yeah, right, right, because they were singing covers, right. Was that uh, Tori Alamez, I think was her name or whatever, who did "Don't You," and then it got big, yeah, that song got big, and then the Pussycat Dolls were like, "Hey, you were part of us first, uh-huh. and now you're going to be right." No, we no, this is our song, and that's when it went. It switched over from her solo part to. Pussycat Dolls. I remember when that first came out, I heard it on the radio coming home uh, from the club one night. I was like, that's fucking amazing. I'm going to have to write this down and find it. And <laughs> Because that's that's how I got a lot of music to play in the clubs, just listening to the radio or whatever. And uh, I found it, and boy, it, fucking people loved it. People fucking loved it. Is there a song that changed you, Lindsay? Uh, no. No. There's not. I... I love so many different genres of music and so many different songs. There's nothing that I can say that, yeah, that song made me want to do better or be better or love harder. No. Music's just music. I enjoy it all for many different reasons. I was trying to think. I am sure that there is, but like how it changed me. That's the question. That's the question. How did it change you? Like Grateful Dead's Ripple, right? Um, but I, I, I heard it right shortly after my dad died and it kind of, I want to say changed me as in like, it's, it's, it's not so bad. It's not as bad as mm-hmm. you think it is, you know? Uh, but so far as like to change the way I think and the way I do things, I really don't think so, to be honest with you. There's numerous songs for me. The one that popped in my brain immediately was Even Flow by Pearl Jam. Mm-hmm. Walked into work at Chuck E. Cheese, showbiz at the time, and Derek Madden had put his that CD in, and mm-hmm. I was like, what is, I'd never heard anything like it ever. Okay. And it got, like, then I started buying all that music. I mm-hmm. went to the album, like, to the store, mm-hmm. uh, music go around, mm-hmm. and I was like, I want this album mm-hmm. or CD or whatever. And I couldn't afford the CD, so I had to buy the CD single. Aww. And then uh, I started buying music. They were like, if you like this, buy this. Okay. And okay. buy this. And I, bu- I started buying all that music. So I like how this it, works. It out. helped me like my music identity. <laughs> identity. Mm-hmm. And then when I saved enough money to buy a Sony 8-disc carousel, mm-hmm. 
I, I got uh, a friend let me borrow his Pantera album. They're like, you need to listen to this. And I heard fucking walk. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? That's fair. I like how this works out because there's a lot of times that like, ah, fuck, I have no idea. And then when you guys will say something like, ah, that makes sense. All right. It was 1995. I'm a freshman in high school at Newkirk fucking high school, right? And one of the older kids, we was out there smoking. Austin was his name. He's like, hey, have you ever heard of Metallica before? And I'm like, no. Because I just listened to fucking whatever was on my parents' radio. Mostly it was country or sometimes right. mm-hmm. it was, you know, Christian rock because sure. of my Uncle Joe Petra Praise. I'll never forget. So he gives me, he lets me borrow Master of Puppets cassette. Yeah. And that's when I fucking fell in love with metal music. It was shortly after that that I bought my very my very first album because I was just loaned to me, which was uh, Cowboys from Hell. And you hear that initial. I'm like, fuck, this is amazing. Yeah. And it's been like that ever since. But did the music actually change you? It or changed. did it just open your eyes and ears to another genre of music? It, it changed you it changed in the way. your direction musically. Both those albums that I cited, I wasn't in that world. Mm-hmm. I owned Eric Clapton's <laughs> 24 Nights was a dual disc. I had The Doors, all stuff my brother influenced me on. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And that, that was, those two I found on my own and was like, what? Mm. Changed me. Changed me. I'll never forget the first time I heard Faith No More and I was like, bong. Yeah. Never been a huge fan. Faith No More. Another one I heard, Robert Randolph and the Family Band. Yeah, that first time I ever heard blues and, and jazz all at the same time and a steel guitar and I was like, what the fuck is happening? I put together some shit. Oh. These guys do. Hell Yeah. Fuck, they will fuck you up, man. <laughs> it's the crit. And I hate jam bands. Right. But I heard that and I was like, fuck, yes. <laughs> to this day, I listen to it. I'm like, whew. Ben Harper. First time I ever heard Ben Harper. That's another good one. Uh, and sing about like love and relationships. I was like, well, this guy gets me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I could do this all day, man. Who yeah. is, who's, who's the redhead? Uh, the the ginger that everyone likes and he sings about love. Ed, Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran, yes, mm-hmm. thank you. He was Ben Harper was kind of like the first Ed Sheeran singing about love and stuff, and then this Ed. She- that's I don't know who that's more of. offensive to, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody should be offended by that. I'm not sure who though, right? Because they're both so completely different. Well, what well, about Jason Mraz? You guys are forgetting. I love Jason Mraz, actually. <laughs> I think Jason Mraz and Aaron Sherman might be a little more fuck, fucking closer. Right. Uh, John Mayer and Ben Harper? Okay. Okay. Because Ben Harper has soul. Ed Sheeran doesn't John have Mayer. soul. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a soul. Because <laughs> he's a ginger. Right. I'm how... sure he's stolen one, al- one or two along the way. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he has. He's a dude. That man is fucking talented, too. Yeah, he is. If you listen to like an Ed Sheeran, like Essentials or Best... It's got, like, rap songs and stuff that yeah. he's played a part in and helped yeah. produce, and you're like, what? Yeah. To see him on stage perform, he's got his guitar, and then he's got this foot pedal thing that records all of his notes, and it sounds like he's playing with a full band. It's pretty cool. But did you see his appearance on Game of Thrones? Yeah, yeah. no, it lacked. <laughs> uh-huh. It was bad. He's la- it definitely looks last pick kid. Stick with the music there. Yeah, yeah. man can yeah. fucking kill it. Gets right. models like it's no one's business. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, right on. Okay, you guys have uh, best week, man. Talk to you soon. Adios. Bye. With 
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.